0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Season Gaming Big Cast, episode 176. It's a fine Sunday this morning, for us anyway, and we are doing well. We've got a lot to talk about this week. A uh, lot of news, a lot of kind of interesting topics. So, I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, Mr. Porsche Power. On my right, or your left, or my left, or your right, Mr. Thai Guy Travis himself. Good morning, what sir. Clunky. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. we got a lot to well. talk about this week. Yeah. yeah?
1: You working on any reviews, man?
0: I am. Multiple.
1: Really? Multiple. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we'll talk Kinda
0: about long. it. Okay. Yeah, this, right. week's, this week's going to be... It's not going to be easy. <laughs> but good to see you, as always. Uh, yeah. Joining us, the D is what you know him as. He's a solid seven. Yeah. Coming in, Mr. Rodriguez. Solid. The How honorable yep Dan Rodriguez. the audible d uh, I'm, I'm, yeah
2: i'm, I'm here I'm, I'm lucky to be able to take time out of my scheduling uh to be here today i had a lot of stuff i was selling so um, i'm trying to stay on top of that um, so i apologize you know if i'm a little you know off base today a lot of stuff oh yes you know yes,
0: yes.
2: for Higher prices then. Oh, OK.
0: <laughs> it took so. me a second. Sorry. I had a late <laughs> night. I had a late night. Yeah. So, <laughs> night. You got any so, of those? Uh, I'm going to be talking back. You got any of those switch switcholets oh, no, <laughs> left?
2: We can talk after the show, but yes. Yeah. Just <laughs> I open actually up those do bangs, have baby. a
1: switcholet. You guys don't even buy you switch see? OLEDs. That's the most messed up I don't part even, of that yeah. joke. Is that you guys don't even have one? Never, I, I have one and I will no. I will talk about the kickstand the entire show today if you want.
0: <laughs> no, no, but stay tuned. I I'm here we've just got selling, a warehouse full of just, Xbox bridges yes. as well. So
2: yes. Yeah, we're yeah. selling that's, kickstands too. That's oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna, is, gonna be on our merch site
1: yeah and <laughs> i forgot to weird. i forgot to thank you by the way for hooking me up and selling me that oled for 800 that was pretty nice of you yeah Thanks, man. i mean you can't find them what you know I what i mean man. it's either
0: not get one or pay 800. yeah or get yeah. one from
1: dan, dan yeah. the exactly dan right. warehouse
0: exactly right the hd warehouse the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all we do is help you oh, help you yep all right, that's, that's a uh, for is. those of you who may not know or listening to this and is like what are they talking about? Don't worry about it. It's a silly uh silly joke that and we would just like to formally say so we're very clear on this that uh no, we don't support scalping. P- contrary to one person's belief for some reason.
1: <laughs> not not scalping <laughs> of video game consoles anyway. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Yeah. We would take no position exactly. on the on the torture act of scalping. Yeah, anything yeah, so... out <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh boy. Um but no seriously, uh good morning everyone. Good to see uh <clears throat> good to see you guys in the chat. It has been a busy week for news. So we're we're going to talk uh main topic this week's going to be about PlayStation. So we talked about kind of having a bigger discussion on a topic every week that kind of separates the big cast from all the other gaming podcasts you listen to. So we're not just regurgitating the same news as everyone else. Although obviously we'll still be covering news. But, you know, we like to have a deeper discussion on stuff. So we're going to talk about PlayStation um, fall lineup or kind of lack of fall lineup, how their 2021 has been They're Obviously, they're huge sales um, and what we'd like to see from them in the future. We've got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy coming out this week. We've got Riders Republic coming out this week. We've got Forza Horizon coming very soon. We're going to touch on all of those. We've got um, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. We finally get a trailer for it. Uh, We've got uh, a Wu-Tang ARPG. I don't know. We're gonna talk about that too. But we got a lot to touch on. So it's gonna be a fun one. Um Tao coming in hot super chat right out of the gate. You hey, got for us. All
2: right, Tao. Uh ten dollar super chat sub everyone. Dan, stream boyfriend. Ains, make sure to stay hydrated with those reviews. Travis, keep it up. It. And have you tried skull yet? And send Ains more fast no please don't gifts. i thought i really and i was just like
3: whoa yeah
1: send, please send ains, ains more fat
0: girls gifts. no that's not what this show's no, about see, that,
1: i mean that's, that's, i mean, could use one or two again. though I <laughs> yeah, I have uh <laughs> send
0: yeah please of please, send,
1: please send ains more fat or sorry <laughs> now i can't now i have <laughs> to say it damn you damn um is. And uh, yes, I have played Skull. I actually reviewed it on PC a couple months ago for IGN. If you want to read my review, Did you? You find it on IGN.com. But it came to Xbox this week. So I'm replaying it uh, because I really enjoyed it on PC. So it's I not saw a game pass. But if you have if you like roguelike games, you should give it a try because it's very fun. Very Mega Man. It's
0: cool. Okay. Yeah, I saw the uh, Xbox announcement for it this week. It's $20, by the way, I think, on Xbox. Um, what'd you give it in the review?
1: I think I gave it a nine. Really? Mean, maybe not. Maybe it was an eight. But I, I definitely gave it a good score. It's a, uh, it's it's a really competent uh, roguelike game. Um, nice. With, with some cool. The the main mechanic is that you get uh, your skeleton and you get yeah. different skull heads and that basically changes your move set and your powers and then you can swap between skull heads during combat, like mid combat, um, and okay. upgrade your heads and stuff like that. So it's pretty sweet.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. So I'll check it out. Tao, thanks as always, brother. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, why don't we talk about what we've been playing? Um, I'll kick off with uh, Riders Republic. So Riders Republic is a new IP from Ubisoft. It comes out this Thursday as you're listening to this. Uh, there is a trial week going on right now where you can download the full client for the game and play four hours. And it just tracks your time as you're playing through the game. But you have access to everything and all your progress carries to the main game, which is a really cool idea. We don't see that much anymore. Um, so, been playing quite a bit of that. Um, I am doing the review for it. Um, I don't don't know if the review is going to be up in time for the embargo. It's one of those that the, the sending codes at the last minute. Um, so, we'll see. But um, I am really enjoying my time with it. I actually got in. I was playing solo for quite a bit, and then we, last night we got in. Four of us were playing together in some of the multiplayer events, including like the thirty-two player mass races, which. When you're playing with 32 people and friends all mixed in the same race, it's it's absolute chaos and it's hilarious. We were laughing our asses off. Um, so we had a really good time with that. And uh, it's really good. It's uh, funny enough, and I'm going to mention this in my review, is it literally no joke is Forza Horizon for extreme sports. I mean you can tell 100% that they took inspiration from Forza Horizon there's you get the festival aspect the maps very similar there's events all over the place there's lots of customization uh there's things to discover all throughout the world and you can ride around the world in like a bike or a snowmobile or a jetpack or you know you just kind of explore and do what you want it's a lot of fun actually uh, I'm really enjoying it so I it feels like a good new uh IP for Ubisoft, even though it's not going to be some you know bestseller or huge game, but um it definitely feels good. It plays well, it's smooth, crossplays working fine. We were playing with people from PlayStation and PC last night, no problem. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out, I would recommend it. And look for my review this week.
1: I have indeed checked it out. No, is it is it you like it? Because I'm reviewing <laughs> it for IGN. Are you? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll have, to, uh,
0: we'll have to DM some notes
1: then as we talk. Yeah, we definitely yeah. should. Uh, but yeah, we should play together. Um, yeah. I'm really enjoying it too. Obviously, it's still the trial week, so this isn't even really the review copy. We don't have the live servers yet or anything. But yeah, uh, um, yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying what I've played so far. So we should uh, we should play together next week. And yep. then I'm sure your review will probably come first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you said you're reviewing other games it's a race to the finish (laughs) who can who can who can get to the bottom of the summit first yeah i was
0: really hoping um and obviously i think you reviewing for ign you have just a little more clout in getting a review copy than season gaming does um (laughs) but um just yeah a little bit a little bit um but the problem i have is uh they they came out last week and they're like yeah well you know you're getting the review code it's coming um you know, and they send this kind of blanket email to everyone, you know, the mm-hmm. PR reps. It's like, yeah, the, the uh, trial week's this week and uh, we'll send you the code next week and uh, embargoes next week, too. And I'm like, come on, man. So they,
1: act- they actually did that to IGN as well. And the reason for that is because it's a live server game. So like when I review Destiny games, it's the exact same because the only the only way we're able to review them ahead in advance is yeah. if you go in the past as you go to an on site. Like I would go to the bungee offices and, pl- and just stay there for like, a I see what you mean. Play yeah. The yeah. Game. So because that's not an option during COVID uh, we've just been reviewing it when the game's already out basically, which is not ideal, but that's sort of, you, you can't really review a online game uh, on not live servers. Like it's just not a good policy. Yeah, That's fair. We saw it. So what happened with master chief collection and all that, because people were, uh, playing before the game was officially live So, but yeah, we're, we're in the same boat So it'll definitely be after the game's out By the time my, re- my review hits Okay,
0: yeah, I, I think I'm going to do the same Kind of do like a, a write-up Kind of in progress type thing with no score And then just, you know, obviously put more time into it Before I give it a score um, Good to see you. a bunch of faces in the chat this morning, Eric Good morning, Matt, Jordan Dude, I love you I am terrible at pronouncing your name You have told me multiple times Multiple times what to say for your name so if anyone can help me here, I would appreciate it. But good morning. It's great to see you live. I know you try to catch the show live uh, when you can. So good morning. Jibs the squib, Ty Guy Travis grinding out those reviews.
1: That's right, baby. That's right. Uh I I actually uh somebody said I seem like an extreme sport kind of guy. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am not that. <laughs> That's Jordan. That's Jordan. I was At playing all. with
0: Jordan last night. We were playing together, so yeah. yeah. I awesome.
1: do like extreme sport games though. I I think on the <clears> last <throat> word this week, the Destiny show I did, we somehow got off on a tangent of like extreme sports and BMX games and really? that sort of stuff. we were talking about like SSX and uh Dark Summit. Do you guys remember Dark Tricky. Summit?
0: I do that, remember it. I didn't that play that
1: RPG it. game. Oh my god, it's so good! The original Xbox game. So yeah, no, I, I loved Amped. Amped was my game. Amped is also really good. Yeah, yeah, that was a tricky guy. That was my yeah. favorite. Tricky's awesome. SS Tricky, SSX Tricky is super like underrated. I think. I think game.
0: so. Amazing, by yeah. the way, Dano says awesome Parks and Rec shirt, Dan. Yeah,
1: man. What is it? <laughs> Mouse rat.
2: Oh, nice! nice. Good reference. <laughs> one thousand um, candles in the wind, baby.
0: There was a uh, question from Matt here. What are your favorite options so far? The bike looks awesome. Yeah. So I don't know about you, Travis. Um, I'm best at the bike because I don't know. Maybe it's the racing game guy in me or whatever. But uh, that's what I do the best at. Um, I also think it's really cool because you, once you get to some of the uh, bigger events, like they get pretty crazy. Like we had one we. Yeah the curves and there's rocks and you have to hit like narrow pass and you're going like a hundred kilometers an hour and you know, down a hill. And um, we had one where we were doing a mass race and a bunch of people came around this corner and I see Jordan just like, he like missed the turn and he just went flying like off the course and off the mountain. Uh, it's just comical, man. It's a lot of fun. It really is. Hilarious. Um What uh those uh in the skiing and snowboarding too? I was surprised at the depth of the uh tricks you can pull off. Like it's, it's very, very, like, intense. They do rail sections. They do ramp sections. I mean, you can do all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, like you're playing Tony Hawk, I guess, is the best reference. But Yeah.
1: The snowboarding yeah. is definitely my favorite, although I'm not as good at it as I want to be. Yeah. That's always my problem with some of these sports games is I feel like I should be, like, a pro level. The only one I can really <laughs> get, like, super, super good at is Tony Hawk, but it's a certain state of mind. You ever, like, Tony Hawk is, like, the opposite of riding a bike like if you don't play it for a while you get super bad at it and then you have to like rebuild those muscles so every time i play a game like that where yeah you're like you're chaining tricks together it takes me forever to get good at. yep it.
0: yeah i reviewed the remake when it came out this year which is excellent by the way um it is, yeah, but totally. but it took me like yeah it took a lot of time to start to actually pull things off it
1: does dude it's like a weird part it's a weird muscle that if you don't use it it just it really goes away for me anyway like i i can't just pick up a tony hawk game and just be amazing i have to i have to like rebuild those muscles from scratch so
0: yeah um, yeah pomp is making fun of me because we were in this mass race and uh i was in second about to pass the guy in first on this final stretch of this bike and i came over this hill and there's like a path and right in the middle of the path there's a skinny rock like big path skinny rock and i hit it dead on it just smacked straight into it. I went from like second to like eleventh in in a couple seconds. Uh, it was terrible. Um, fellow, last word podcast host Ebontis in there the house. Is. Good morning. Watch brother.
1: it on YouTube. Ebontis's YouTube every Thursday at four PM Pacific. That's oh, well, we're plugging
0: right out of the gate, are we?
1: Plug it. Got to go. I mean, he's here, man. He's here. The man yeah, is a name. legend.
0: Marion, good morning. Says in his, his favorite option. <laughs> all Biking right it's
1: very good it reminds me of that what's that downhill uh bike racing game? Descenders? descenders descenders thank you that's a very yeah, it, it reminds me very much of that and i got super good at descenders so uh yeah the bikes are easy it's a it's a comfort option
0: for me. nice nice yeah. um all right uh so th- we talked a lot about riders there what else um what else you guys been playing anything good anything new yeah, uh, I reviewed for
1: IGN last week a game called The Rift Breaker, which is on yes. Game Pass. I talked about it last week, but my review officially went uh, live earlier this week, and uh, I gave it an 8 out of 10. It is an extremely good game that g- regularly gave me panic attacks. Like, <laughs> it is so stressful. It's like a base management, resource management, uh, tower defense game with combat, and you have to manage like multiple bases on multiple maps that you're teleporting between and making sure all your resources are up to date and that all your bases are protected. And they send literally tens of thousands of enemies to destroy your bases, like on screen at the same time, just like, just going full bore to kill your (laughs) bases. And by the end, you there's like this one part at the end where you have to activate the machine and it takes like 10 minutes to boot up. And the 10 minutes, All your bases are getting attacked by tens of thousands of things, and you have to keep your resources high, and it just drains all your resources like thousands per second of like just because it takes so much power to boot up the machine, and you have to make sure everything's running perfectly for the whole ten minutes. And if at any point any of the resources goes below the threshold that you need, you have to start over, and and from the beginning, it's like sounds like it would be
0: Dan's favorite game. Like
1: (laughs) literally, I was just like standing sweating like like fully standing just covered in sweat for that entire like final uh thing to, to get through it I, I honestly thought for a while i wasn't going to be able to beat the game for the review i was like i've been playing this game for 50 hours it's all i've thought about for an entire week and i just i don't know if i can get through the the end <laughs> of the game but i finally did uh and now actually um i went back and, and replayed through the ending a couple times and it's kind of like easy now but only because yeah. i I climbed that mountaintop but i highly recommend it for those who like a challenge and like tower defense resource gathering uh base building games but uh boy dude th- that game is just challenging and i was playing on the default difficulty there's like two difficulties above that means like i i don't even i can't even imagine how much more difficult it is at that level but wow. yeah um i told the i told the developers i beat it without changing any of the difficulty settings and they were like respect <laughs> like like they knew what that meant they were just like they were like that's that's pretty impressive so um yeah if, if it's not your type of game stay far away but if it is give it a try and game pass i got really addicted to it but uh, yeah, yeah it's it's, it's
0: reviewed very well so that's that's funny man uh it doesn't sound like dance could be trying it anytime yeah. soon I don't think <laughs> 0% so. it's also
1: a pretty hard commit and the game doesn't have any story basically <clears throat> like it, it does but it's not very good and also has some pretty nasty bugs. There's this one level where there's a plant taking over the map and it keeps spawning these like uh these pustules that explode into poison and yeah. they re- they regenerate themselves and spread across the map so fast that by the time you figure out if you're like me, by the time you figure out what's happening, the entire map is literally covered in one. <laughs> the whole thing. And you have to like work your way through it and kill the the big root that it's coming from and then they'll all go away. But when it, when the plant is spreading throughout throughout the map, it's, it's populating so many assets on the map that it just like breaks the game. The frame rate drops to like three FPS and you can't save the game because it's over the build limit. Cause the world has like a build limit yeah, and yeah. It, won't, it won't let you save the game or anything like that. And I was just like, dude, this is like brutal. And it, it happened to me at the very end of the game too. So I was like, if I have to start this over, I'm going to lose my, lose my mind. So uh, yeah, it, it's just a, it's just a stressful game all around, but
0: I wow. recommend it. Okay. I, mean, I nothing it you the said has sold me. it. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. you certainly weren't trying to sell it there, but it's not know. for
1: everyone, dude, but yeah. it like, whew. Man, if you yeah. if you're a, if you're a, if if you're a masochist like me and enjoy a good challenge, it's very fun.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. AKW Paul, good to see you guys, man. Good morning, or yeah. afternoon for you, Dan. Anything good? Nah,
2: not really. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, finished, I finished Far Cry Six, and okay. now I don't know what to play. I have a yeah. recommendation for you. Not that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not
2: that. <laughs> no. Yeah, what Disco is
1: this? Disco Elysium. I replayed
0: it. He's
2: finished. played it. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic
1: game. Eh? Yeah, I'm great playing game that game, game right now. I I, I also re- started to review that game for IGN, and then uh, somebody else who's more senior than me like realized it was going to be a great game, and then started writing the review. So they killed my review. <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like so excited. Gave the review like, hey Travis, review this game that nobody's heard of, and then I was like, I started. I got like halfway through it, and I was like, oh my god, they don't the game's incredible. Yeah. They don't realize they just handed me a super good game for review. Yeah. Like I'm finally gonna get to review a high profile game for IGN. <laughs> I got all excited, and then they were like, "Wait, we found out the game's good," and they gave the review to someone else. Uh, so,
0: so tackling reviews, I don't know um, um, if you can comment on this, but I saw Matt. Matt's a huge Battlefield fan, and I see Vignesh uh, mm-hmm. is asking too. So I don't know if he's asking us or you of IGN. Do you know anything about the Battlefield review at IGN? Uh.
1: I, I know our general policy for reviewing games that are like mostly online games and battlefield, obviously 100%, 100% yeah. online, uh, which is that in, we, we have been burned in the past, like the halo master chief collection, I think was like the, the big example for us on reviewing a game in a state that players don't experience it. in and then feeling like we should have held off on a review. So I would imagine for battlefield, it's going to be a, a game that our review comes out after the game's out. just, just by by virtue of how we've been doing it for like the past couple of years, ever since okay. the Master Chief Collection. So I think we'll probably start reviewing it when it's in that little like 72 hour period where you can buy it. Our, our policy generally is if they're selling it, we review it in that state. Like if, yeah. if you can buy Battlefield after it's day zero patch, then we're going to review it from the day zero patch and okay. we can update it down the road or whatever. But yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would imagine that it's we're not going to have an early review for that one or really any game that's online only just because we have to uh, play in live servers.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, Dan, you mentioned Far Cry 6, <clears throat> yeah. and I know um, you've had your complaints with Ubisoft titles and you were kind of waiting to hear from me on if you were going to like the game, and I, I told you my opinion. You saw my review, of course, but um, it looks like you put a decent amount of time into it. How did you feel yeah. about it at the end? Uh,
3: it,
2: I think... It was good. It was definitely a a little bit different direction. Like I think I commented on last week, it was way more player focused than uh, the previous few games where it was more, uh, you know, bad guy focused. And and that's almost, it's good, but also I think that made Giancarlo Esposito underutilized a little bit because he really wasn't in it as much. Like I never felt like he was, He was just always there to me and like you know he's uh, he's kind of in the background and he's but and i think he's such a good actor right and he's such a big presence and for with what he had he did a wonderful job but i think he could have probably been used a little bit more um but i never felt like i gotta worry about that guy it was always what am i worried about right now you know it's these and, and those and those different factions they they told you know different enough stories and there were there it, it, that, that you know you you keep it kept you interested it kept me interested you know going through um there were stuff that i found halfway through the game i was like damn i didn't know this existed like the whole banditos thing
3: mm-hmm.
2: i yeah I <clears throat> all of a sudden i have a, like a leader or i had one leader at the time and when, I, when yeah. I figured it out and i was like well, where the hell do i get the rest of them you know and and so you just keep playing and they just keep kind of popping up through side stories and that was you know I don't know how fun that was, but it was you know it was useful for what it was, and really didn't take much effort to use. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of variety and guns. I mean, it was definitely a Parker game, but also definitely like, <laughs> <but> that <then laughs> on the I mean? box, baby. That's the box <laughs> but, quote. But not also, also you know, going a, a slightly different direction. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it's more like, yeah, it was good. But then I went. How's I it went going in
1: out? a slightly different direction? You
2: mean? just with the the way they looked at the story you know the, the the focusing on you as Danny Rojas you know and 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 not you know like you, you're not deputy or whatever the heck his name is so I not just Far like Cry a 5. character yeah right
1: yeah so that's good but I kind of like it, that it, yeah I think, it took think a little bit from,
2: from the, the the main bad guy I think like I, I loaded a Far Cry 5 right after I finished it and just to Kind of see how it compared. It got like the FPS boost for Series X. So I was like, yeah, hell I'll see how it is. And, you know, immediately out of the gate, you know, you're the father is that antagonist. And it really, really makes you feel like this guy is a huge threat, you know, and they did a really good job with that. Um, Such a bad game. But, but, then, but then you keep, yeah,
1: you start playing the game and you're just like, damn it. Now, yeah. Not how many times <laughs> you know, I, I, need, I... I need my other stuff back. I, 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 honestly, I, I think my friend and I, who I played the entire game with, we were like, we, we had a running tally of how many times you become unconscious in far cry five. That's and it's annoying. like, it's like 40 times. Like, yeah. it's like so many times I was like, it, yeah, like I'm just you're... getting drugged and knocked out and just, my guy cannot stay conscious. I think, I'm, <laughs> I think my guy is narcoleptic.
2: <laughs> <Unfortunately>, <laughs> you, think you, you build the resistance up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, you, you're a minimum it's, it's, like a dozen times because you know you hit those you hit those spots in the in each story where the little dot gets filled in and the next thing you know people are coming around you with the bliss bullets and yeah you know now you're gonna now you're getting baptized but yeah I'm gonna drown you you know it's just it's just yeah. I don't know I there I, I like I just, that game to a point but there's also
1: a lot to be said I think there's a yeah. m- middle ground between those two probably games. but i think <laughs> from far cry primal to far cry 5 they really needed a change at some point and i think the the changes they made are pretty good but yeah i i, I actually haven't finished that game but i so far the villain hasn't been in at a ton. but yeah i'm still enjoying it more than just having like a nameless character who doesn't talk oh yeah me too yeah yeah. So,
0: so. yeah i put in my review that um i think what they were going for really is mm-hmm. it's it's a broader kind of scope in the sense of they focus on the character and Danny's, um, you know, development is really cool. I really like Danny as a character. Um, And then, you know, they, because he's kind of worried about the rebellion, he's not worried about you individually Esposito. Right. So that's just, it's just just a different scope of how they approach the game. Um, But I think there's some really good scenes at the end, especially with his son and, you know, what goes on. So obviously no spoilers, but yeah, check it out. I see a lot of people enjoying it
1: on my list i got that yeah. back for blood second nuts too yeah that's that I I try get I them all. i'm juggling too. so many games you get a that. lot to play
2: yeah that I'm, I'm at the point now where i i'm kind of looking towards the future and really not until halo comes out is there like a single player game that i really want to play like i want to i'm, I'm interested to see luke's review here in a little bit because i, I thought about guardians um of the galaxy yeah but my friend I'm says it's like, very
1: I, good my friend who's reviewing it so I mean it's so yeah good.
2: so that's one of the and I, I love the Marvel you know universe so that might be yeah. something I jump into but I, it's just yeah. I'm, I'm I was struggling yesterday I got on Game Pass I was like I had either played everything here or I have no interest in playing it and <laughs> then yeah you know, I'm just like looking through my backlog Vampire, I installed because it just got like a yeah update you know I've started that game four times now and yeah. I cannot get past like <laughs> a, two hours and i'm just like damn it
1: yeah, just play man, the risk breaker man got over
0: <laughs> well guardian has 30 minutes yeah guardian is out this week um yeah if you weren't aware guardians reviews will be up tomorrow as you're listening if you're listening to this right now oh, that's monday um and uh, yeah, Luke, uh, host of Xbox Expansion Pass, is doing a guest review for us. So he's uh, doing the review, and that'll be up tomorrow. So check that out. Um, nice. Yeah, I think uh, I think early impressions that I've heard, not necessarily just from Luke, but from others, is, is are pretty positive. Uh, I yeah. think more positive than people were expecting out of Guardians. I don't I, think I'm surprised, man.
1: Everything I saw about that game, I was like, this seems like it's going to be a, a good game. Like, I, it's got all the fun of like that I would want in a Guardians game. But everybody was like, I don't. I don't like yeah. this. I, was like, I don't really understand. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of not surprised by the reviews, but I am surprised that people are surprised by the reviews. <laughs> looks like a good game. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. I see you, Joe, Mr. Trophy Room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, so who's reviewing Forza Horizon 5? So I am. Uh, <laughs> so this week I'm reviewing Forza Horizon 5 and uh, Riders Republic. So like I said, it's going to be a long week. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to pull that off, uh, especially knowing Forza Horizon is a game you can put hundreds of hours into, and I usually do because I love those games. So, um, So yeah. Have your review code yet? No, they said early this week.
2: Well, even I mean, but it's also a game that you can play for 10 hours and probably get a good feel for what it is. Yeah. Racing games are generally like that. Yeah. Forza is a little bit different because there's so many different things. I think. Yeah. know that's you've got that going
0: for you which is yeah yeah so i talked to uh i talked to xbox pr last week and i was i was hoping to get it last week um but the you know they're they had this kind of press preview that was out um but actual kind of like final copy reviews are going out this week so um yeah stay tuned i'm super excited about it it's one of my most anticipated games of the year people i've talked to about it um are blown away Uh, absolutely blown away so like i said last week I won't be surprised uh, from a Metacritic standpoint if this is one of the highest games of the year, uh, bar for, none. for sure. Yeah, always is,
1: and then it'll get completely passed over for any game of the year
0: consideration. And of course, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I could rant about the kind of dismissive attitude people have towards racing games. I don't understand it. I don't think it's right. Um, it, it's, it's. I
1: understand it. It's because the the people that are into cars and the people that are into games don't have a lot of overlap. But <laughs> That's why. It's, I'll uh, stand on that soapbox,
0: damn it. I know, um, me
1: too. I'm I'm the, I'm right there with you as a uh a self-proclaimed car guy uh, who doesn't like cars in real life. Um, yeah.
0: So, but um, yeah, so that's why I said I've got some big reviews coming and the funny thing like I said at the start is that Riders Republic is really mm-hmm. the way it approaches its gameplay and kind of world setup is very similar to Horizon, so it's going to be kind of a funny week um trying to yeah. experience all those things those games have to offer. Comparing
1: um, apples to apples there I think <laughs> <sharing> <laughs> yeah. games. Uh,
0: um, I, I would like
1: to announce at this time I will not be reviewing Forza Horizon 5 For IGN, I don't have that kind of clout For sure <laughs> A Surprise, I'm also not reviewing Halo Infinite I think Ryan McCaffrey's got that
0: so. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, Ryan usually nabs that one Yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't know if I have uh, Enough clout to take that away from him At any yeah, point in my yeah. entire life
0: <clears throat> Yeah, he, uh, I remember he. Um, he grabbed Halo 4 When, you know, Halo returned, kind of and uh, I still remember that review getting so much press. Um, but um, yeah. what else was I going to say? I did start because it's Halloween season. The last thing I'm kind of currently playing is Evil Within 2. I kind of went back and started playing oh, through it's that. it's so good. Dude. I that too. It's, yeah, like I only got a few hours into it previously, which I'm kind of ashamed of. But I was like, okay, it's been updated a ton. It's got the Series X. Um, it's got Quick Resume now. It's got Auto HDR. It's got 60 frames. You know, I mean, it's been completely revamped since launch. It's like a new game. I mean, it's beautiful, and um, I'm really enjoying it. I actually probably put more time into that yesterday, uh, Friday and yesterday than I had previously at all. My last save file was from 2017 Damn. when it came out. So uh, I just started over. I was like, I don't know what was going on. I started over, and uh, it's really, really cool. And they even have options, Dan. I don't know. It's it's a horror game, so you probably won't play it, but they literally have options in there now. I through
2: half of that game.
0: So th- yeah. they have options nice. now for Unlimited stamina. Uh, one hit kills on every enemy and invincibility mode. Perfect. So you can literally just run through the game like a superhero if you want to. And who
1: are you? I thought Damn. you complained games are too easy, then they're too hard. I don't understand you at all. Yeah, well,
0: one ready. day we're gonna find the game that's just right. Yep, that's right. It's out there somewhere.
1: <laughs> it's there it's somewhere. Hitman, th- it's Hitman 3. It's Elder
0: Ring.
1: Oh, god, I would love to see Dan. We Dan <laughs> should do all the Dark Soul games. That would be right up there with boy. Okay, if you had to do all the dark soul games live stream or a dating Sims live stream where you play through like four or five really (laughs) prolific dating Sims, which would you choose for charity, Dan for, for charity. And
2: I couldn't stop until I was finished with the game. Yes. Okay. Then I have to be, you can't play any other game. I would never finish the other ones. There would be no oh, so dating way. Sims. Yeah, yeah that, I would have well, to. Well,
1: trust Only me, because if you I, find I know Dating a... Sims, you'd definitely finish. Am I yeah. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. Dan's going to stream yeah. Dating Sims starting next week. Yeah. and he's going to gonna finish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Calling you Mo from now on. Appreciate it. All right. Paul, by the way, Paul here was featured in uh, Xbox accessibility video recently and oh, articles. Nice. Um yeah really cool and he actually works with uh, I won't say works with I don't know if that's the right word Paul but they do consult with you on ex- uh, accessibility front for Xbox so very very cool big uh, big nice. shout out to Paul yeah also right. that's a very good pun for your username yes <laughs> really yes cool, <laughs> um <clears throat> so let's move into the main topic today which is PlayStation um so PlayStation the reason I wanted to talk about them is that there's been some news this week uh, alongside some uh, kind of other happening. So if you think about 2021 for PlayStation, you know, earlier this year, they were kind of firing on all cylinders in terms of game releases. So we had Ratchet and Clank, which obviously was like a showcase for next gen. We had Returnal, which was Mark returning to the prime and, you know, fantastic game in its own right. Uh, we had Kena recently, small game, but, you know, it seems to be uh, well regarded and appreciated. Um, but then you started looking, OK, Deathloop. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you. I knew there was another game I was forgetting. Deathloop. Incredible. Um, You know, one of the top rated games of the year. So it's been a fantastic year for PlayStation. And the sales have shown that as well. So PlayStation 5 continues to sell better than the PlayStation 4, which is already an achievement accomplishment, especially in this marketplace where they can't make as many as they want to make. and in September, we got MPD this week, which was uh, PlayStation 5 was the best-selling console in the U.S., which breaks the Switch's 33-month record or streak. Streak and record. It was a record and a streak. Um, take that, OLED. Yeah. Uh, Dan tried to help him. He bought Dan as many Switch OLEDs as he could. All. I know. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah <man. laughs> really. um, but, uh, you know, so PlayStation 5, and their their revenues higher than ever. We always talk about the three. You know, we don't even have to touch on that. All three of them are just killing it. Um, but I wanted to talk about a couple things. Uh things. So if you look at with Horizon getting delayed, and it was clear that Horizon was supposed to be their big game for this fall. Uh, it's delayed to February 18th. That leaves this gap, if you count Kena, but we can stay with Deathloop, right? That leaves a gap of about six months where they really don't have anything, they're just leaning on third party. There's really no kind of big first party stuff. And that's fine. It's it's almost like it's flipped the script, right? We got PlayStation coming out of the gate with their releases in the first six months of the PS5 era, really strong, first eight months, what have you. And now they don't have really anything in the cycle. Xbox was the opposite. We were talking about mainly enhancements, kind of old gen games being you know um, fixed up on Series X and really no kind of big first party stuff. And now we come into the fall and they're just, you know, Psychonauts 2, Technically, first Ba uh, crushed it. Obviously, Forza is a, is a huge game and Halo is a monster. So um, their fall is going to be huge. And Age of Empires 4, I know none of us here, I don't think, are big fans. But from a PC perspective, mm. that's a big game. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, big yeah. audience. So they're, gonna they're... Play that game for sure. Cool. So a um, couple couple things I want to talk about. We had Jim Ryan's comments uh, about, you know, he it was kind of funny because he, We talked about this on Cast Co-op, which is he came out and said that, you know, their games on PlayStation reach a limited audience right now. And he really wants to get to a place where PlayStation can reach hundreds of millions of gamers. Uh, That was kind of, you know, uh, paraphrasing his quote. But what that means, of course, right, is, you know, if you kind of break that down and kind of the business model that we've talked about is that despite PlayStation um, killing it with sales with the console, the console market in and of itself is limited. It just is right (laughs) even if you sell 100 million PS5s, which they probably will do, um, that still leaves you only 80, 90 million realistically uh, of an audience that you can hit. Whereas if you look at kind of the biggest markets in gaming, which right now is mobile globally by a mile. But if you look at the reasons for that, right, it's accessibility. It's getting people into the ecosystem, which we've talked about for a while. So When you start to see the head of uh, PlayStation talk about these types of things, which, um, you know, Xbox has been very kind of progressive and forward thinking, I think, in this regard. Um, It's clear that whether you like it or not, whether they're set up for it or not, it's clear that PlayStation has the same thing in mind. Because at the end of the day, it's about getting your games in as many hands as possible, which, of course, generates more revenue. Right. It's always about money. Um, So kind of wanted to ask you guys like one going back to the sales real quick do you think that this kind of um slow downing in first party support or f- first party output for the next several months in playstation is going to hurt their dominating sales with the playstation 5 at all um and then what i also wanted to kind of phrase up is as PlayStation kind of matures and they, they change their model and they evolve. What do you want to see out of PlayStation personally? Like what is PlayStation not doing today? If anything, maybe they're not, but what are they not doing today that you'd like to see them do that you think could help them reach a, a broader audience? Can you go ahead,
1: Travis? It's a, of- a lot of
0: questions. <laughs> a lot of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, open conversation. So,
1: yeah, I, I think, I think no to the first question of will it slow down their dominance? I don't think so. I think uh, PlayStation made a decision to front load their releases. And I think it's because whoever earns that early narrative as being like the winner of the generation is yeah. typically the one that, that sort of builds momentum. Uh, throughout. I mean, the 360 came out a year before the PS3, and the narrative was basically that the 360 was better until the end of that entire life yeah. cycle. Yeah, and I Peter think Moore's
0: uh, old thing was whoever hits 10 million first wins.
1: Yep, that's right, right? And PlayStation 5's already hit that. So, yeah. I think um, I, I think they, they did a really, I think it was a strategic decision. They did a really good job releasing just a ton of, like, bangers all at once. Uh, oh, Deathloop and Returnal, and etc um so i i just think it's uh i i think the narrative will carry them through to uh this seven month period or however long it is because their next one is horizon and then they've got got a war next year and they can just build hype for those in the end yeah, they've got
0: they've got horizon then they've got gt7 three weeks later yeah
1: that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know that that will build a ton of hype because we just talked about wh- how car games are kind of positioned but um I, I, uh, I just I think that Sony will probably continue to be dominant in this one, and, and uh, Xbox will hopefully continue to push them to be a better company and do some stuff that, you know, I don't think PlayStation now would exist without Xbox and Game Pass and all that stuff uh, that they're, they're trying to do to compete. Um, on a personal level, I also hope that they continue to win PlayStation because I play Xbox and Xbox is a million times better to play as when they're not the market leader. <laughs> they just they just are better as an underdog i like to play on the underdog also it means that a playstation's more popular console all the douchebags who play call of duty are on that console so i don't have to play <laughs> with them which is really nice really nice so for for a, a variety of, of selfish reasons as well i i hope that playstation continues to crush it um
0: yeah i think turn, uh yeah so i was just gonna say i think it goes without saying and we've talked about this ad nauseum but Xbox would not be where they are well you, I don't think Xbox would be what it is today if playstation hadn't really kind of really we've talked about it right punched them in the nose punched them in the mouth in the start of the ps4 era um and that's what has made over the past few years and obviously upcoming I think Xbox such a great place to play is they've just narrowed in on that focus of being you know really kind of rededicating to the gaming industry and it's it's been awesome to see
1: yeah i think they they're choosing just a different strategy because that's what you do when when you at least right now xbox or when they started the sort of like transformation they knew that they couldn't compete with sony on the first party level and it, that it was going to take years to be able to do that so the pivot is okay we'll become a type of platform that currently isn't being served in the market right now and nintendo does it's it's thing that's completely different from what playstation does and i would say that now xbox is serving a different market than what sony is doing they're kind of all diverging and so that's smart i mean that's a smart way to split the market and it's definitely helped gamers and it also has made sony's products better because you can kind of see reflected in their approach to business now they're being responsive to what xbox is doing because clearly uh there's a lot of people who really like it um so yeah i i think uh I think they'll continue to be the leader. I hope they do in terms of, and I and I do think that the seven month period probably isn't going to affect that at all, just because yeah. they'll use it to build hype and uh, people have plenty of games to play in the interim. Obviously the fall conversation is going to be very Xbox heavy. People are going to be talking about Halo. People are going to be talking about Forza. Um, but you know, then February comes around and the conversation changes when you've got Horizon Zero Dawn and a bunch of other huge games uh, coming too playstation yeah. so
0: i mean right now so part of what drives this conversation too um around evolving what you just touched on is uh they announced this week that god of war is coming to pc in january so, uh yeah. yeah with a bunch of new support features for pc you know and and we started to see this strategy you know you saw it in death stranding you saw horizon and horizon did very well on pc and there was this i think misconception by some um that PlayStation would do this as it serves their needs, and but they wouldn't really bring their kind of core major IPs off off of PlayStation. And well, they just they just did, right? God of War is probably what second behind Spider Man um, <clears throat> in terms of kind of power of IP. And I think this this goes back to the comments by Jim Ryan, is that and your comments just now, Travis, of they're kind of seeing what Microsoft has done, and they're they're picking and choosing what works for them. Um, and I think what works for them is bringing the, a major game like God of War to PC, uh, even a few years after launch, because they know it'll still sell. It went to the top sellers list like that day uh, on Steam. And, um, you know, it's just it just makes a lot of sense financially. It's It's like, why would you not do that as PlayStation? And I think they know, as I already said, that the console itself, the PlayStation 5 itself, while a fantastic revenue stream, for them, and it will continue to be. It, there's so many other rather re- revenue streams they're missing by limiting themselves to just the console.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, I think you guys are both right. I, I don't see it slowing down at all. Um, they've been putting them, you know, as fast as they can produce them. They're going out the door. Um, most of this for, for PlayStation, anyway. They're, they're going to ride Call of Duty probably throughout this entire fall season you know they've they've got i'm sure the marketing rises they usually do and probably have the bonus whatever comes with it you know for the new Call of duty game yeah regardless of how they have they already announced
0: year-long exclusive content right
2: so they you know that's they'll ride that until horizon comes out i mean i don't see them slowing down anymore i think they're they've got a little bit of name recognition too i think that you know that goes a long way for them um and as far as like you know god of war coming to pc all these other games on pc i mean yeah we kind of saw that coming i was kind of a proponent of sony doing the the game pass model you know and i kind of like well, i don't know, understand why they can't do this now you kind of start seeing they don't have to like you know obviously they want to make as much money as possible i mean that's a no-brainer but you know what is what are their expectations you know so you know do you do you just meet them do you go over them I mean God of War, so what 20 million you said I think th- it's like 30 million now for Spider-Man it's it's something yeah. ridiculous so and and, and th- if it's working for him
1: you know that's all you really need to do I do you, do you think that there are, a lot of people call it the walled garden do you think the the model of the walled garden is is like outdated or bad because my my thinking is that it's like one way of doing business, but it's working for them. And right. the, what, what they're doing by porting things to PC two years after or three years after is keeping the walled garden and then also making some extra money on the side, which yeah. you know, is their know side hustle. El- yeah, you know you know, you know <laughs> who else does that model to great effect? Rockstar, they, that's like their whole model. And they've been very frank in the past that the reason they don't launch games on PC is because of uh, the PC community are a bunch of thieves. And they just steal your game (laughs) as soon as you put it there. So they like, you know, put it on consoles where people actually pay for games. And then a couple of years later, when the game has sort of been bought by everybody who's going to, you know, actually pay for it, then they put it on PC and make a little extra money uh, secondarily. And I think that model works for a lot of developers. It works Mm -hmm. for PlayStation. But I kind of think there's probably still room in the market for the walled garden model to exist. And next box will probably just be the opposite of that, right? Where they're like mm-hmm. all about accessibility and deploying their games on as many platforms as possible. But it is interesting to hear Jim Ryan kind of say the opposite, right? That they want to yeah. eventually do. They want to eventually kind of lift the uh trim the hedges. I don't know how you refer to lowering the barrier. <laughs> <a wild> <laughs> so yeah. well, well, what is,
2: what is that content he's talking about? Is he talking about getting into the mobile gaming? No, I'm not
1: talking about, you know, I think I think own. he's talking about like an X Cloud answer, like what so you're talking
2: about, more doing what Microsoft is doing.
1: It's- I I think that's what he's talking about. That, I
3: think
0: that's what he's talking about too. And I think it's not
2: it's not bringing his IPs and stuff to different games that are specifically for mobile. Then.
0: No, I think I think that's a piece of their window. plan. they they're, they're they have a mobile arm, and they also hired not hired acquired another uh, mobile developer recently. Um, no. So I mean, mobile is a focus for, for PlayStation. Developers.
1: People forget that because they don't have a uh, they don't have a, a VR a current VR headset, but they also have a bunch of VR teams. Yeah,
0: so. Matt Matt oh. just mentioned that in the chat too. But I think. i I said before there's a couple things i see them doing you guys can let me know if you agree or not but one is this this push the games on pc is not slowing down you're going to see more of it and i honestly think you're going to see this gap close between release on console and release on pc i don't know if they'll ever do day and date like xbox has chosen to do right but i see this gap closing i don't see them waiting three years Um, There's a reason they just acquired Nixus. There's a reason that they're focusing on PC porting technology and kind of people with knowledge and expertise in that area, um, because you're going to speed that up. There's no reason for them to wait three years to to port God of War. Um, You can you can probably tap uh, the vast majority of that revenue stream much sooner and keep it in the conversation uh, more. Two, uh, they've already started to go down this path, but I do believe they. They don't turn PS Now into Game Pass. Um, I don't think they have to. I don't think they necessarily want to, but I do see them evolving PS Now um, to be something more meaningful than it is now. It's just not very enticing at the moment. Um, and the access to it, again, is really through your console. Um, you can access it through a PC, of course. Um, but they have, you know, they, they, they started dabbling a few years ago in the space of, um, on Sony TVs, you could access PS Now via an app that's built into the TV. Uh, Very similar to what Xbox is doing with Game Pass and and working towards, right? And I see Sony kind of going down that route to answer your guys' question about kind of the access to the door, getting through the door into the PlayStation ecosystem. So I kind of of foresee that as well. Um, And then the third thing uh, I think you're going to see, and this goes more towards the IP, but you're going to start to see more uh, service games. They've built this reputation as having the narrative, third-person, single-player game, and I don't think they stopped doing that. They're very successful for them. But you're going to see these new studios like Haven with Jade Raymond, uh, Fire Sprite, et cetera. You're going to start to see to build games that can build a community over years that's a service, sustainable, multiplayer, player-input-driven type game. Um, whether or not they do that well is yet to be seen. But um, I think they they start to do that. They've they've relied on third party, in my opinion, too heavily uh, for the games that people will play endlessly. Right. The, the Destiny is not that they're going to recreate Destiny, but Destiny, Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Um, their first party has just been buy it, play it, forget it. Um, and, and whether anyone wants to admit it or not. Uh, yeah, that's financially successful when the games land hugely like the God of Wars, like the Spider-Man's. But let's not forget, that Stranding undersold, Days Gone underperformed. Um, you know, they, they, for every kind of huge hit they have, you have a few that don't hit, um, and, and that development cost just is not recouped. So, um, anyway, those are my thoughts on on that piece of where they're going.
1: Yeah, I would. In terms of your last question of like, where would you like to see them go?
0: Yeah, um, what would you like to see from them if it was just for you? Like, what do you want to do out of play? See out of PlayStation?
1: Yeah. So I'm one of those guys who thinks that if they copied the Xbox model of making everything accessible, they probably wouldn't they wouldn't be successful in the long run. And I feel like they kind of know that. And the reason for that is because Microsoft and Xbox have known for years that their real competition is Amazon and Google, right? Those are the guys who, uh, 10 years from now, when console streaming becomes a thing and everything every game is played completely online, uh, like Stadia, that um, the only people with the infrastructure to support that are Google and Amazon. And Amazon has Twitch, which is a horrifyingly powerful platform. Like Microsoft is scared of that. And you know they're scared of that because they tried to create their own one with Mixer and it didn't it didn't go super well for them. So I, I think that if if Sony went that route and, and tried to you know enable game streaming and all that stuff, and they they actually have a partnership with Microsoft for Azure yep. um, to, to use their cloud. Um, and so does Nintendo actually, because they would rather give money to a known competitor than uh, give a an ent- a foothold for <laughs> uh, a non-competitor to start competing with them, which is a, a very a smart move, I think, for both of them. Um, but I think that they know if they went that way, they'd eventually just be, you know, helping their competitors in the long run. Well, no matter who they go with, they're they don't they're never going to have their own cloud. That's like a, a multi-billion-dollar operation that you mm-hmm. have to to build that for the infrastructure. Um, and it's also a pretty tough market to get into as, as any of the the cloud providers will tell you. So I I kind of think that their current model might be the future. And it's just about like expanding it and curating your walled garden to be like a really unique experience, because that's kind of what Nintendo did, right? Like Nintendo doesn't compete with Microsoft or PlayStation no. on, on this at the same level, but they, are massively successful because they did their own thing and they carved out a piece of the market and it just works for them. And I think I could see PlayStation becoming very much like Nintendo in that regard and sort of like doing this thing that a lot of people look at it and go, that's so weird. Like, how is that business model working? But they're just like crushing it, right? Um, And I, I I think PlayStation and Nintendo will both be that. And then you'll have this other side where the major players are competing against each other and those will probably be Xbox, and then google and, and amazon once they finally uh push their push their thing and then 10 cent for some reason we'll just own every studio <laughs> we'll see how that how that goes for them um,
0: yeah and 10 cent um you know the the other player in the cloud space so a, a lot i agree with there um and i i've talked about very similar things and uh you know server kind of infrastructure is where i actually have some uh, industry knowledge only because it's part of what i do in my career and yeah the i think it was matt um who asked in the chat? Uh, Matt said, uh, Sony would need server farms full of PS5 hardware like Xbox and, and like xCloud. Um, I mean, that's that's a small piece of it. Yes, you would have to do that if you want to replicate it or design it in the way that Xbox has designed it. You don't have to design it that way. But the when you're talking about global cloud infrastructure and the capability i mean literally amazon and and microsoft pretty much run the world um i mean it, it's just night and day google's there but google's a distant third um and then after that you have a few other companies you've got the alibaba's uh you know indian company and there's a few others ibm is still sitting out there but um yeah i mean the 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 work with azure and and aws which is amazon is just they're so far ahead it's not even a not even discussion anymore. So um, and funny enough, Albert pinello I don't know if you guys saw this, we're getting into the technical side a bit, but Albert Pinello, who used to be one of the lead engineers at Xbox, who is now with Amazon. Yeah. He did a video this week, actually breaking down the Luna controller and why they designed it the way they did. And it was really cool to see him again. Cause I've talked to him um, before. He's a really good guy, but you know, Amazon, I think, which sounds weird because they failed in the past, but they've, I think they've realized probably because of Google you can't just jump into the space and throw billions at it it doesn't work um and so amazon is taking a very slow and cautioned approach here and starting to build but yeah if They're once they yeah once they, ha- they, they do
1: studios. yeah
0: yeah once they do um yeah it's you, i think people are going to be surprised that the the gaming industry as you kind of said about 10 years from now it's going to look very different than it does today very very different yeah. Yeah. um so I I would say um, just for my own personal going back to personal thing uh, that PlayStation is I actually do want to see them and I think Matt kind of echoed the same thing here um, in in the space. Bear with me. He said FPS FPS games for me would love an exclusive online shooter or two from Sony. Be nice to use my online subscription for its actual purpose. And I'm very similar. Like um, yeah, I was looking at my I was PlayStation. Say that.
1: Yeah, it's like
0: my PlayStation is my exclusive machine. I mean, it just is Um, because in terms of online connectivity, party chat, just the ease of playing online games. Never mind the controller, but that's a personal thing. It's Um,
1: controller. (laughs) It's not a personal thing. Staggered sticks are a proven fact. uh, Well,
0: yeah, I'm with you on that, you know, but (laughs) um, yeah, it's just Xbox has just always been better in that regard. They always have. Um, and I'd really like to see places. I'm really excited to hear about what Haven's doing and Firesprite and those companies. And I really hope that they start to come out with some games that really drive some online play. That's why I'm also really interested in Twisted Metal, because I love Twisted Metal. But if they build it right, and it is a, a really good online competitive game and, you know, seasons and all that, it, it for me, it'll feel like uh, I'm using my PlayStation for more than just okay. I played Deathloop for 30 hours, and now my PlayStation's dead for four months. And then I play, you know, Returnal for 30 hours, and now it's dead for four
1: months. That's um, funny. That's exactly how I interact with my PlayStation.
0: Yeah, I, exactly. I haven't turned my PS5 on in months, and I and I won't I have
1: because I still oh. haven't beaten Deathloop. But other
0: than that. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, yeah, months. That's the last game I played was Deathloop because I reviewed it, right? Um, but I haven't turned it on since then, and I won't because Force is coming, Halo's coming which are games you play endlessly or can play endlessly. Um, and, and I will turn play and will play endlessly. And I won't touch my PS five until horizon's out. And then what's going to happen. I'm going to play horizon. I'm going to love it. I'm sure it's one of my most anticipated games, but then my PS five is going to be off again. Um, and so, you know, that's not a bad thing. I'm not criticizing. It. How Nintendo so, does it. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I, I just did the same thing with dread only switch game. I've played for more than a few mm-hmm. hours all year. Um, and I wouldn't trade those experiences for anything. The God of Wars Horizons, I, I adore them. Don't get me wrong. But it's just I would love to see them have another reason where every week I could sign on and say, hey, Travis, hey, Dan. Well, Dan, not really multiplayer, but, you know, hey, guys, you want to play X game? Uh, and it's a PlayStation first party, you know, live game that we just play on a weekly basis. I would love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't care for any of that. So <laughs> I'm fine with what they're putting out now. I haven't turned my Xbox on. Actually, yesterday was the first time I turned it on for two months. And that's not even a joke. I just, here's why. It's nothing to do with Xbox versus PlayStation. It is everything to do with, hey, I'm playing Hitman 3. Oh, Judgment's coming out. Well, I still want to play Hitman 3. I really didn't want to get off my ass and get this controller. So I'm just going to buy it over here. And then I bought Judgment. Wow. And then I was just like, uh. Opulent. And and then Far Cry 6 came out. I was like, well, I'm going to get Far Cry 6. I might as well just get it here. That way I don't even have to switch consoles. They're essentially the same game yeah you know, not that big of a difference and i was just like yeah i'll just do it here it's, that's what it is now i jumped on the xbox Forza, forza's coming out a third party game comes out if i'm on the xbox that's run by it that's wow. so, exactly I, how that's uh I, that's that's I true chaotic
1: care. neutral that's like <laughs> you, you are you so. you yeah. you literally have no preference whatsoever, to just, whatsoever. absolutely just you know? It's which controllers nearer. That is I, I was gonna say accidental. he's
0: taking the digital versus physical thing to the next level. It's like really? I people don't want to get up to switch this. That's the whole big physical thing. I don't want to switch this. Dan like, is just I'm, like I'm already have this console turned on. I don't yes. want to turn the other one on.
1: I'm impressed why, why by you, saying? Dan. I must I, say that is I, an it, impressive
0: like philosophy <laughs> a human.
2: I just you I I lo- I like the Xbox controller better as far as thumbsticks go. Obviously, that's 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 my thing. Yeah. But what I have noticed is that i am pleasantly surprised by this is that like games like far cry 6 these third-party games are using the dual sense and the haptics and all the the trigger pools and stuff like that so that it's cool and it adds a little bit of you know something to the mix but with that being said if i jumped over and played it on xbox that'd be fine too like it's not so, like am I a the game only one changer, who, but i do like it
1: kind of hates the trigger thing like in Returnal, where you have to like half I, pull it, and then you have to full pull it, and like I, yeah, I, mean, I really yeah. hate that. Like I don't know. I'm indifferent
0: to that. it. Like yeah, Returnal didn't bother me because the half pull, full pull, it took a while to get used to though. I kept full pulling. It by does, access.
1: dude. And I and yeah. I was I was like I was losing encounters because of that. I would like full <laughs> pull when you know when you're in the thick of it, yeah. and then you. you you're not you're not firing your bullets and you're like oh my god i have to half pull it you have to let go and then i was just yeah. like, oh, i hate this
0: but i uh, the third party stuff i'm indifferent to it's like okay you make my machine gun feel like i'm pulling a trigger harder that doesn't do anything that's no
1: that's me. cool but when they use it for multiple buttons that's when i'm like oh no yeah. like, <laughs> i don't wanna i don't want this button to mean different things based on how hard i pull it that's insane to me yeah that's right. like it's like if you if the, you know, the A button on the Xbox controller, if you like really mashed it in there, it did something totally different than if you just tapped it, you know.
0: <laughs> do you remember well, what do you remember the old forces used to, um, and I don't know if they still do, but they used to actually do that with A on accelerator, where if you if you pushed it a little bit, you could accelerate lightly, where you had to push it all the way down to accelerate fully. And I found that terrible because You'd be racing and all of a sudden, you know, you you would realize you're you're pushing A, but you're not pushing it hard enough. So you're not like using all the power of the car. Yeah. And I was like, this is terrible.
1: Yeah. But, and it hurts your hands after a while. Yeah. You're just like, yeah.
0: Eh. yeah.
1: I just don't like that gimmicky stuff. I think we've gotten to a really great place mm-hmm. where when I play most games, I never think about the fact that I'm even playing on a controller. Like, it's just invisible to me. And in the past, the farther you go back in gaming, the more time you spend thinking about the controller. Yeah. Remember the N64 days? Like I try the, not the, to. 90 percent of the time you're thinking about the controller or the input like that's terrible it's like such a bad experience yeah um, and i just think we got to a really good spot and now they're getting to the point where they want us to think about the controller again <laughs> as an as part of the experience and i'm like i don't want to i, I think, don't I want think, uh, yeah it's just it's, yeah,
2: it bothers- i think you can you can do it and it be subtle enough and still effective i think like in far cry i feel like that's kind of the experience i got um there's a few games where it's a little bit over you know Mm. it's just too much um but if if it's if it's well implemented and it's it's subtle but you know also noticeable you know then I'm fine with it but if it's something like you guys said I didn't play Returnal so if it's like I gotta go halfway down I would go nuts
1: no you 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 would have you would have aped over that one because yeah your dual sense would
0: have broken yeah, so, yeah for sure yeah. so
1: can i ask you two follow-up questions now that i know how chaotic your life is sure,
0: one one quick thing uh way of the yeah. loud good to see you man this is a new show to me and it's pretty tight i'll put it on my roster of weekly shows to listen thanks to, to it. appreciate that man good to see you thanks for coming out
1: okay dan here's my two follow-up yeah. questions no question number good. one if you owned far cry 4 on xbox would that inc- would that change your likelihood at all? Like, do you try to keep certain game collections on the same console? Or do you you really not care? Like, you'll own Far Cry 4 on Xbox and Far Cry 5 on PlayStation?
2: Yeah, so it depends. Like, the only ones that I would say, if if there's a reason to have those, like Yakuza games, right? So I play a Yakuza game, it will read and say, oh, you've got this save file on your system. Here's some bonus stuff for when you play. So that's kind of the, one of the reasons I, you know, aside from me, that's where I was playing at the time, but Judgment, I also have on the PlayStation. So, you know, I, I, I always do that with the Yakuza games. I play them on the PlayStation only because I, I keep thinking that there'll be more rewards. Like for Like a Dragon, I didn't really get anything. I don't think, or no, I, maybe I did. Cause I have played a little bit of like the Yakuza games on Game Pass, even though I played them all
1: on, on PlayStation. So the answer um, is basically no, that like you no, don't, I don't care. No, I got Far Cry Six. There. All my other Far Cry's are on Xbox. So, you, so yeah, okay. So that's that's question. That down. one, no, I don't care. You don't no. care at all. I had a second question. I yeah. was way way more interested. <laughs> <one. laughs> you, know, really,
2: really you know, then sometimes I, 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 I mean, there's just multiple games I own on both consoles too. So yeah, that I mean, that's I, to I literally is
1: true craziness. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, I, he's I a sat there man. yesterday, yeah. and I was like, okay,
2: because I, so I I was like, I'm gonna play. I want to play cyberpunk again, maybe or you know, throw something on there, just throw it on there. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy it on PlayStation. Then I was like,
1: nah, you oh, know I remember, I remember my second question. My second yeah. question. My second question is, do you ever forget which platform you own a game on and how long <laughs> has it taken you to try to find the game? Because that must be a problem with the way you do this. Like, there must be times where you're just like, Wait, what platform did I buy it on? Was it physical or digital? Or was oh, it on no, this that, platform? That's that never, that that never something, I, it's always digital. Um, yeah, I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, digital for yeah, life. It's for a better sure. deal for the player.
2: Um, no, I don't think I've ever actually gotten to that point. And I have accidentally bought games on both consoles before. I think once. So I accidentally. On so that's yeah, I part like, of the reason. I don't buy this right now. But it was like 10 bucks like i own the witcher 3 on both consoles you know so it's one of those things like assassin's creed uh uh what the hell was it the, the origins for Some reason oh. I wanted to see the difference between what they look like. Oh my and I was god, like, I was su- buy them that them. is
1: such an annoying reason to buy all the games! I, <laughs> you're you're, totally making, the you're making season gaming look so elitist right now, you know. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I just I play
2: wherever I'm playing, it's just it's it's that simple, I think, and it's not. I, I really don't have a preference anymore. I mean, it's, it's I prefer, I prefer the, the controller on the Xbox.
1: 100%. You're the opposite of a console warrior, like truly the opposite. It's actually fascinating to me. So the only way I can empathize with you, Dan, is that when I review games, like I just got done reviewing the Riftbreaker, Breaker, they uh-huh. gave me codes for every platform and I have to try it on every platform as part of my review. Um... So I would sometimes forget which console had the save file I wanted. So it's like, yeah. all right, I remember on one of my playthroughs, I was on this and I did this thing, but now I need to go capture footage. But which which console and which save file was that on? And then I have to go and backtrack and try to remember, like, all right, it was on PC. Nope, not PC. It was on <laughs> PlayStation. Nope. All right, it was on Xbox. <laughs>
2: well, now and we'll bridging that gap there. right now with like, like Ubisoft games. You can buy play it on like I own uh it's the true. It's like Phoenix Rising or whatever it's it true. is on both consoles. Yeah. And I can just go back and forth and play wherever I'm playing and then I'm done. Now, yep. the only problem I'm having, unlike you, Travis, is storage because I got rid of basically all my hard drives again to my kids.
1: Yo, because you should have hit me up a couple months ago. I just <laughs> upgraded all of my eight terabyte hard drives to 16 <laughs> terabyte hard drives because no, I, had, Xbox I had, increased their maximum that they allow you to install. So yeah, I had, I had some I had, I had some those. extra eight terabyte hard drives lying around, but I gave them to uh Ebontis and Cog on the Destiny show. <laughs> Yeah, he's got one of my massive
0: drives i mean did yeah. i miss did i miss the super chat i did miss the super chat paul i'm sorry i'm glad you sure, called you that out me. i know sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but he just said uh see my earlier super chat." i'm like wait a minute oh i, super I just chat. saw it yeah, yeah sorry sorry, sorry the di- paul is
2: wrong preemptive S-
1: actually that that's <laughs> kind of good that you forgot about it because you brought it up Hilarious. when it was relevant like you waited <laughs> yeah. until sorry guys. wrong did.
0: And well, thanks, Paul, th- Paul, Paul, thank you so much.
2: That th- I completely agree with that statement. I'm wrong most of the time. So. <laughs> nice.
0: Paul. Paul yeah. also made a point about the whole adaptive trigger conversation it's Those kind of controls are not accessibility friendly. So I'll beat that drum all day and push has people.
1: A off ton down. of work to do on accessibility. So does Nintendo.
0: Yeah, Xbox is is leading the charge in that regard for sure. Yeah, yeah and time. PC. PC has been there for years. Well, I mean, yeah. I,
1: I'm not
2: here. I, I want to ask this question to Paul if he can answer it. Maybe. Um, how are those? not accessibility thing, i and this is being ignorant i have no idea because i'm obviously not you know in his position so yeah how are they not friendly i guess like is it it something you can especially when it's something you can turn off no i mean in most games
0: well i i don't know if he's talking about returnal but i know um i know uh i've spoken to people like i spoke to uh steve spawn right from able gamers and and the problem is a lot of people have is when they uh adjust uh tension, like Returnal requires you. You literally have to. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the sensitivity where you have to kind of pull to a certain degree. Um, uh, That doesn't work for that some people. Sense. They just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I there's problem. lots yeah. to type out. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, on I, the show. I, I really on am show ignorant card. on it. It's not that I'm questioning you at all. I just don't know. But yeah. that makes sense. Even with just that small. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that would 100%. And,
0: and one yeah, of the that things, causes a huge issue. Oh, sorry, Dan. I was no. gonna say one of the things that Steven has I've talked to had fortune of talking to him a few times, and one of the things he he constantly points out to me is like because we talk about the um the X, Xbox controller, you know, the accessibility controller that they developed, and and he loves it, of course, and they helped design it, but he he made sure to point out to me that's like one piece that helps some people. Do you know what I mean? There, yeah. There's there's such a broad range of um uh, accessibility needs for different people that um, there's no kind of one size fits all right it, it can it's very challenging uh, in that regard so but I, I would say that um, the Xbox and they did even October month Paul, like I said Paul was featured in that video um, so it's good to see a good to see one of the major publishers focus as focused on it as they are and I think Ubisoft yeah uh is doing a decent job at that too like ubisoft mm-hmm. teams to be focused on on accessibility for all Other their games
1: have that uh like voice narration by default by I mean, default and
0: a, d- like that, a bunch yeah. of options and i actually asked paul last week uh we played some halo <laughs> together a few <laughs> weeks ago actually and it's like you know I, I i see all the options um but i don't know what kind of impact they have right you know what i mean like yeah. i can't tell who's this helping and and why that's and, the and thing things. right
2: it's hard to, it's hard to obviously in that you know know what we're speaking of when we're not in that position you know i I know the last of us two was you know a lot of further you know accessibility options i did a really good job with it apparently but again i don't know because i don't use them
1: yeah Yeah. to to the games industry's credit though the uh we're pretty ahead in terms of accessibility as an industry like we're it's something that like people are aware of and are trying to fix and yeah uh, I I work in tech for, you know, during the day. And uh, like, that's something that like the tech industry is not at all. I, I, my friend works for this company and they're trying to make the internet more accessible and something like 98% of the internet isn't accessible to like a lot of people because it's a visual platform and the interfaces aren't evolved. And like the internet's been around for a long time, computers have been around for a long time. And they're like, kind of behind like lots of mediums are movies are behind and tv shows and the games industry to its credit is like identifying this pretty early in our evolution as like an industry and getting on top of it so i think they should be lauded for it like it's it's something that that developers and games manufacturers and uh console manufacturers talk about which i think is super cool
0: i agree with you yeah i agree and if you think about the challenge right making a video game Accessible is a far different. I would argue much more Harder. complex yeah, challenge yeah. than making a, a web page accessible. And um, yeah, I, I've had to dive into this, some um, not to get us completely off topic, but I've had to dive into some of this myself. Uh, some of the applications I develop in my career, um, you know, with the ADA compliance uh, laws, and uh, you know, there's a lot of laws around it now that certain things have to. And and I've learned an awful lot that I never knew about. You know how you have to develop these things, and it's it's extensive. It's extensive. So. All right. One last thing on PlayStation coming all the way back to PlayStation is um, they announced state of play for next week. Uh, So on Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday, as you're listening to October 27th is at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And I believe that's 10 p.m. British Standard Time. So supposed to be about 20 minutes long. Nothing crazy, um, but they said 20 minutes long PS4 and PS5 games from third party uh, partners and a couple of announcements. So should be cool. I'm um, hoping to see False
1: slate. You assume just showing off their false slate.
0: Yeah, possibly it might be kind of what we were talking about, right? They don't really have any huge kind of AAA hits, so maybe talk about some of the third-party deals, some of the um, indies that they have coming. I expect we'll see games like you know, like Stray. You know, that's one of those kind of smaller games that people were looking forward to. Stuff like that, I would imagine.
1: Is that the one with the cat?
0: Yeah, you play a cat. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it does look cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> so Grand Theft Auto guys, back. Huh. In- back in the spotlight uh we knew that the trilogy remake was coming this week uh it's called the definitive edition this week we got some news um so the official release date is november 11th so just in a few weeks uh for this on uh all all major platforms right <clears throat> um the
1: words of carl johnson oh shit here we go again <laughs> here we go
0: again uh so it's gonna be sixty dollars for the three Uh, it's coming November 11th, which is digital. If you're an old guy like me who likes physical, that's coming on December 7th. So a few weeks later, probably production issues, what have you. The other interesting thing here is that GTA three, the first one, of course, in the trilogy is releasing on PS now. Uh, it's going to be the PS four version, whatever that means. Um, but that's going to be on PlayStation now. And then the bigger news I think is that San Andreas, which I think arguably most people or the majority of people are looking forward to, um, is coming to Game Pass at launch on yes. November 11th as well. So if like you're one of those people who just wants to play San Andreas, you don't necessarily need to buy the collection. You can play that on Game Pass. Uh, and that is the optimized one for the series consoles as well. So $60, three remakes. We got a trailer for it. Uh, they caught some flack for the design, I think, of some of the way the models looked, like, um you know from uh, vice city and gta3 and some of the characters looking different i personally the game i think people forget how old these games are now they are extremely old this is not a top to bottom remake right where they're taking and and redesigning the games um so i think from a trailer perspective for the remaster i thought it actually looked pretty good i'm glad the controls are being updated um and i i you know, it's kind of what I expected. Will I buy it at launch for sixty dollars on November eleventh? No, because you're coming in the middle of Forza Horizon and Halo, so it would be a waste of time. But this is something I'll definitely pick up, and I want to revisit Vice City. Vice City's my favorite, just because the soundtrack and eighties, and I'm old and all that stuff. But I you love. You are old. Can't yeah. confirm. Yeah, season, season. We stay around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> black and white, black and white. Black and- <laughs> um, but this is cool, I guess. I mean. I am at the point now where I hope this is the last thing we see out of Rockstar before we start to see some Mm -hmm. new IPs, because we've got to see GTA six at some point, right? We've got to see um, people have wanted bully remakes. Uh, There's new IPs. They buy RPG. uh, Yeah. I mean, there's just, what are they doing? dude? they have unlimited money? They have tons of talent. It just seems like it takes any, you know, so long for them to get anything out. And two K Spoke about that if you remember earlier this year and said they're working on all these new IPs and stuff and we just haven't seen anything. So Yep. Yeah. They
1: take their time. They're really they're enigmatic. They're not like any other studio out there. They don't go to E3 because they think they're too cool for it. And they're right. <laughs> and That's they're right. like crazy is like
0: yeah, how much they uh Rockstar has power down. to your point that no other developer has Oh,
1: for sure. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. It's yeah. it yeah, they make they Make PlayStation's walled garden look very accessible by comparison. <laughs> they're like they're like Willy Wonka, like the, the part where he's never come out of his factory for like you know 30 yeah. years. That's like that's a rock star. Um but when he does come out, he's got well, a song and a dance in his heart. We always um, say
0: whenever GTA six does get announced, like the industry will stop. That'll yeah, that'll literally sure. be it. Yeah.
1: yeah, I will hyperventilate because GTA five is one of my favorite games. Um yeah, I uh I'm really excited for them. I think um I think they've actually had kind of bad luck with their game, with their studios. Like they've had hits that probably would have become major franchises. And then weird stuff has happened. Example, LA Noir. That was love like that
0: a game. Love that
1: hit game. game. I love that. I played it last year. Um, I Replayed it again. Um, that, that is a great game that was going to get a sequel. And then because Australia hates businesses and also the video game industry, that studio got shut down and like, uh, they've just had like this really weird string of like games that probably should have become things and stuff.
0: Has happened, something happened so. with bully too for that. Yeah. I forget well, what it was, but
1: yeah, something else happened with that studio, yeah. but that, that, and, and to be fair, I don't want to uh, write off the fact that the Eleanor studio had like workers rights violations and stuff like yeah. that, but they've just had weird stuff happen to them where uh, stuff has, stuff hasn't really taken off. So I, I'm, I'm, interested to see if they'll actually have like multiple studios making more than like one game every five years but why yeah, do you really need why do you need to do that if you can make a million dollars a day
0: off of gta online you know what i mean shit it's more than that they made over a billion right so yeah do the yeah, yeah yeah
1: so it is more than <laughs> four a day. million a day the, four <laughs> yeah.
0: million a day they're making. that's
1: my salary actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well you're upgrading our equipment here because uh, that's right yeah <laughs> um cool kale good to see you brother I said gta 6 doesn't exist it's the moon landing of gaming <laughs> we'll see
1: they said that about gta 5 and yeah. that game is now
0: gta 6 will guaranteed, obviously release at some point point. and like we said it'll it'll surprise people it'll stop the industry when it does i just hope that the one thing i want out of gta 6 and now we're talking about future games again but is i just want them they've always pushed boundaries with their games um, and I really want to see what they do to push boundaries with GTA Six. Especially, I mean, the market has changed a ton since GTA Five release. People forget that that was a three sixty game. A three sixty game still making a mil- you know millions of dollars a day.
1: And that um, game pushed the three sixty hardware like it did mad. Like if you, it, I can't believe that game was a three sixty. No, when game. I first
0: played it, I'm like, I can't oh, believe no. this is working the way it is. Yeah, you know, it's bizarre. Crazy. But anyway, you guys was are you supposed guys to be you,
1: cyberpunk. That was supposed to be you <laughs> um, for the current generation. You're the chosen. Uh, I, I'm definitely picking this up for sure. Yeah, cool. I will play yeah. this. I, I, and actually, you know, what's funny is I have less of a reason to do so because now the one that I really want to play is on Game Pass, but I'm still going to do it just because the the GTA games have a, a special place in my heart and I just want them. I want them in my collection. You know? Okay, like I'm fair a, enough. My collector
0: comes to it, so... Yeah, okay, I'll probably buy the physical copy just to have it. It comes out the same day as Halo, literally the same day, December 7th. That's when Halo actually... The, the, Halo's release date is December 8th, but if you look at the store, it actually, you can play it December 7th at like 6pm. So, God. Um,
1: Rockstar, what did Xbox do to you? <laughs> release this on Halo Day.
2: Come on. That's yeah. how confident they are. They're just like... Yeah. Man, well, And
1: they're putting on a Game Pass, it? so clearly yeah. Xbox is like, we're confident too. Let's do mm-hmm. this. Come on, raise the stakes.
0: It's pretty wild when you think about it i thought i saw someone pointing out like on top of all the indie games right you have back for blood Forza horizon 5 halo infinite now san andreas remake and uh, again if you're on pc age of empires 4 all on game pass in three months that's that's pretty wild That's that's big budget i mean the budgets of those games combined are yeah i mean several hundred million dollars it's pretty crazy
2: yeah i'm not i'm not getting this uh, <laughs> at all, I was really hoping like Vice City would launch on Game Pass, but uh, instead we get the inferior San Andreas. Sorry, how
1: dare you, sir? Sorry, um, how dare you,
2: inferior in every way. It doesn't have no, Brady, I mean,
1: literally on. immediately the characters in Vice City come <sighs> on, man, come on, San Andreas. Yeah. Santa, Grove Street is king, all right? It's right there. Yeah. San Andreas
0: is great, but Vice City's the one, man. It's Come Vice on. You guys are Vice, old. Vi, Vi, Vice City is empire.
1: San yeah. Andreas
0: is Return of the Jedi. You know which yeah. one's better.
1: Uh, and Return yeah. of the Jedi is the better movie. So. <laughs> oh, what no. up? Sorry, not sorry. What up? <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi is better.
0: We're not, we're not going there. We're going we're not, there. Let's this is not going to be our tangent Return this week. of the no. Jedi is no. the
1: superior movie. Stop Fight it. me.
0: Stop it. Stop it! Here's our weekly. Good. You know what we need. I need a little. I need, I need a little gif and sound clip to play. Here's Travis's weekly bad take. Yeah, and it Come can just on. pop it up.
1: Who here knows more about <laughs> Star Wars? Me or you? <laughs> Who here I'm has not, I'm not Star Wars trivia contest? I'm not having this debate with you. Who here you. has dedicated his life? You know how many girlfriends I didn't have because I was learning about <laughs> Star Wars instead? Ains, give me this at least. You can take cars, but give me Star Wars, damn
0: it. said, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes.
1: <laughs> give oh, that, me this. Here's
0: a fair take. Cool Kill says, San Andreas is best, but Vice City holds a special place in my heart. Okay. I
1: will 100% okay. agree with that. Vice okay city okay. is to me vice city is when the 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 GTA franchise ascended to a separate plane yes. but vice San city Andreas, was so far
0: above GTA 3 yeah
1: it was yeah. but to me San Andreas took everything that vice city did and it did it better mm-hmm. and it did it this is part of like my personal preferences that like I grew up in the East Bay and it's based on like California yeah. Yeah. you know East Bay and like I grew up on like right next to Grove it, Street
0: yeah it's based in, on the uh, 90s yeah. hip-hop la culture from yeah. that era yeah
1: yeah and that was that was where i, I grew up in uh, Bay, <laughs> North County. So.
0: by the way uh, we got a super chat from fat boy
2: <laughs> uh, the five pound super chat can you get your money back for travis <laughs> jokes
1: on you they're not paying there's no <laughs> refund <Suckers>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, know, know, it,
2: it, in the bigger picture of things you're yeah. right rockstar just you know come out with something new you know gta6 i will for sure buy it, but
1: you're going to it's yeah like yeah 100%.
2: Everybody
0: I mean, yeah, but, is going
2: to
1: this kind yeah. of thing.
2: There's 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 a there's a place for it I think and I don't know where that is. Like the the Mass Effect trilogy, I think they did a good job, but that's also more of a personal thing. The, these I, I, they're so old, like they're so old, <laughs> like older than we are almost. You know, it's like it's like they're just there's not that big of a difference. I mean, it's got to be in the controls, because if if it's not in the controls, that's a, any kind of it'll, reboot, it'll remake, be in the
1: controls it, sure. it
2: has to be, that has to be like a primary, you know, thing for the developers. Is you, and you I have
1: bet to make you sure the load controls.
0: speeds, Dan,
1: can you Oh, I'm sure. oh yeah. full map load speeds, you'll be able to drive like 200 miles an hour, and you won't see the buildings pop. I'm actually, in as
0: we're talking about it, I didn't plan on buying this, I'm actually getting excited about it now, as we're talking right? about it, so I'm reliving I mean, all the memories let's... of those games in my head
1: right the slow-mo like it, car jumps are going to be so good now if, with all the, the
2: seagulls is the only thing that would have me you know yes. on there you know and, but i don't know man i mean it, i think this is fine i think i could pick this up in about three or four months for like half the price yeah probably um, you know and
1: oh no rockstar games don't really go on sale <laughs> I, I guess Whoa. it's kind of changing but traditionally you got to wait forever to get a through
0: that thunder? Uh, thunder? uh yes, it did come through the mic. Sorry about that, listeners. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, Dan and I live about 15 minutes apart, and it's not thundering or raining here yet. So it must be are headed you, my you, way. Are
1: you are you yeah. guys about to be swept up into the world of Oz? You yep. you weird That's Kansas folk?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Dan, Dan and I can't Dan's get through a day get through a week without an Oz reference. Right.
1: Oh, oh man. wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about how unoriginal that probably is. Yeah, you guys live
3: in
0: Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. anytime you say you're from Kansas, they're like, oh, I'm not yeah. in Kansas anymore. It's like, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah. It's your dog yeah. named Toto. Yeah. Yep. Everybody. Well, is. I mean, only- I mean, it,
1: it kind of tells you a lot about Kansas that a movie that came out a hundred years ago is the only <laughs> only way that people think of Kansas ever. That's it. The only yeah. context anybody yeah.
0: thinks And of. the best barbecue. Them
1: them and your racist football teams. Other than yeah. that, uh they, they're
0: probably it's, prob- it's uh, admittedly, it's probably not just the football teams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some nutters out here. True. About two
2: oh, out that
3: hurt me. That
0: there's hurt some me nutters good. out here. Um Yago, good to see you, brother. Um all right oh, that's good that's good <laughs> we've we've actually got several more things to touch on um we've got CD Project Red so we talked we've actually mentioned Cyberpunk and Witcher so far in this show so they came out and this is not a surprise to anyone they've delayed the new patches for series consoles and PS5 um Cyberpunk will be first quarter 2022 Witcher 3 is going to be second quarter 2022 um I don't mind this one bit uh, I'm not in a rush to go back to these games. And uh, and I think we would all agree, I would hope, Cyberpunk doesn't need to rush and upgrade to Cyberpunk. <laughs> they need to take their time and make sure that, that when this releases, it's a noticeable, noticeable improvement over what is currently out there. Um, so I hope that's what they're doing. They said that's what they're doing. Multiple members of the CD Projekt Red team on Cyberpunk said that this week. They need more time because they want to do this right. Take Cyberpunk. all the time you need. Take all the time you need
1: counterpoint maybe they should rush it because if you think about it they delayed cyberpunk 2077 so many times and it still came out bad so maybe they should rush it maybe they should have maybe that would have made the game better so maybe they should rush the upgrade who knows
0: so, no, I, um, but
1: seriously, I, I think, yeah, we all agree on this one. Take the funny thing is,
0: games. like, I'm really excited to play Cyberpunk again with the update, and I've been looking forward to that. But now they're saying first quarter, which, of course, means it's going to come in February with every other game that's ever going to release for the end of all Destiny. time, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got Elden Ring now, which, by the way, our next topic here is that Elden Ring was officially delayed to February 25th, which is a week after Horizon, three days after Destiny, And the same day as the Saints Row reboot, um, there's a week in February, which is just, it doesn't even make any sense anymore. And and I realized this week as I was looking through this and everyone's joking about February that it's possible. I'm not saying they're going to, but it's possible that the Breath of the Wild sequel could come in the first quarter as well.
1: I think it will. (laughs) The first one did.
0: Yeah. The the spring came out right next to Horizon.
1: Right, out of Horizon. You know, it's funny. I reviewed Horizon Zero Dawn, so I was playing it like a month earlier. And then right after that, like on the day that you know Breath of the Wild came out, I think Horizon did, and my review came out. It was like a glowing review of Horizon Zero Dawn, and no one cared. <laughs> no <laughs> one cared because uh, Breath of the Wild had come out on the same day. And then I played Breath of the Wild right after Her- Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was like,
0: "Yeah, this Perfect. is better." Do you? I think Horizon is the better game. Seriously. I think
1: I go back and forth. Horizon definitely had me more addicted, but Horizon it just <laughs> it has certain parts of it that, like for example, the story like it really the story is not good in Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon it
0: it's, it's very it doesn't really do anything till the end. Really, you have it's that- happening. It's happening
1: to someone else. It's like you're just there and you're like learning about stuff that happened like hundreds of yeah. years ago and yeah. like not to you. Like you have no personal stake mm-hmm. in it. That's like yeah. the main problem I had with it, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth to your point, Ants, but it was like, it was more the fact that it was like a revelation, like everyone was talking about Breath of the Wild. Breath of the and, Wild, yeah.
0: What well, yeah, Nintendo and, and Zelda. Yeah, Nintendo, <laughs> and, Zelda. Nintendo um, and Zelda,
1: it's two things, but yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, cool Kill says Dying Light too, as well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, February Oh my god. god. Absurd. Yeah, and then <sighs> March 5th, light. which is less than a week later, of course, Gran Turismo 7 as well. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I Dying don't know Light? You're
2: gonna, I mean, just... That's it, man. I mean, it's, it's
1: insane.
0: Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. So, uh,
1: and honestly, some of those will get delayed. Let's be honest. Some of those will get delayed further. That's the thing is everybody's like, Oh, the spring's crazy. But we were saying that about now, we were saying that about November last year and now it's looking pretty lean because everything got pushed. So (laughs) Maybe they'll just keep pushing stuff until it all comes out at a reasonable time. I don't
0: know. Yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Um, a lot of opinions on Breath of the Wild and Horizon. Uh by the way, on Elden Ring, uh, they did announce a technical test, which I'm super excited for. So you can sign up on their website right now. Uh it's supposed to start I'll in November. Up. So yeah, I signed up right away. I hope we can get in on this. I'm very, very excited uh to check this out. So um hope, you know, that's that's obviously just a few weeks away. So uh check that out if you uh you know if you're interested in it as well. Yeah, Dan. I signed up for it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
2: really? try. it's
0: free right try it's for free. free why not it's free yeah which platform
2: i have no idea i don't remember i honestly don't right. remember i seriously i seriously right. submitted it and i have no clue there you go it was either xbox or playstation i can tell you that yeah that sounds like
1: w- yeah. the only option so <laughs> that, yeah. that's probably yeah that's
0: probably well, i don't that. know
2: is it coming to pc i have no idea
1: yeah, yeah. yes i don't pay attention they, to they the always put PC. their games on pc yeah. Yeah.
0: just not on switch it's just okay. playstation xbox pc well they were um, really weird those two
1: I don't know if you guys remember this so Some of the Dark Souls games, it would do damage By your FPS, like every frame You were getting hit by a sword It, it would give you damage for, Per frame, and so on place, or Like on PC, because the frame rate was twice As high, you would do twice as much Damage with the sword, you'd also receive Twice as much damage, because you really? did it Per frame, yeah, they're, like they're, They've had historically, like, really bizarre PC launches, because I, I play all The Souls games on, like, every platform Like, I play them on Xbox and PC, and just kind of test them out and uh, the PC launches have been very bizarre fast mm.
0: yeah the I know even even today because I streamed it obviously recently for the whole series but dark Souls 3 on mm-hmm. PC you it has an option in the menu for ultra wide um because that's why I plan it doesn't work so you could turn it on it doesn't go to ultra wide but if you change something in the file folder because I learned this on reddit and did it you can activate it and it actually works like it's designed to run an ultra wide, but the menu option doesn't work.
1: That is a perfect example of what I'm talking about when I say they've had weird <laughs> PC launches. Like there's just a bunch of weird stuff like that where it's like, wow, this studio is like not optimized for PC releases, but they do it pretty consistently. And the community tends to deal with it and or find ways to work around their weirdness. Yeah. But yeah, it's always so weird on PC. So I'm kind of excited for that. Of course, I've beaten them all. I have all. I was going to say, "Cool, kill." You asked the wrong games. question. You're gonna not only it. have I beaten yeah. them all. I have all the achievements. I am a tryhard, bro. Super tryhard. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so those
1: games aren't even hard. Bloodborne.
0: Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> Elden Ring. Um, I've said it before, but I, I, I truly do believe that. Um, I have good confidence that this will be my favorite from game yet. I just think it's going to hit all of us. I I have it seems to have everything that I like about each of their games so it has all the aspects like kind of the the cryptic nature the fantasy elements and the armor proper RPG building from Souls right but now it looks like it also has the agility the movement jumping horse riding and stuff from like Sekiro Sekiro, right Um, it has a much bigger world where you can do kind of activities as you choose dungeons as they see fit. So you can kind of explore a bit, which is my favorite part. I hated the more linear kind of older games. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm through the moon over this game, man. Outside of Halo, classes? this is my most anticipated game.
3: Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. I'm with you, man. I, uh, it comes out three days after destiny Two Witch queen. Yes. So, I am going to play that game in April, which is going to be great because I review the destiny. I review the destiny expansions for IGN. So that's like, I, I basically have to lock myself in a room for two weeks on February twenty second, uh, okay. and just, and just play that game until I've played it all. And then I write my review. So I gotcha. So, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, so finally, Dan, I feel like we've talked about this. I feel like many people have talked about this for like years now because we have, Finally, there are solid sources confirmed by multiple people, trustworthy people, um, that Splinter Cell mm-hmm. is in early development, it's and that not talk
1: about the the Wu Tang game. Never mind. No, not yet, not Go yet. <laughs> um,
0: so, Splinter Cell is in early development. Um, it is uh, going to be announced next year, but if it's in early development and it's nearly 2022, I mean, you're probably looking at 2024 at the earliest. Uh, for this game to potentially release, depending on how much pre-production work is done. But, um, yeah, it seems that you and many, many other people who have been ranting and raving about Splinter Cell coming back for years may finally get their wish. Maybe. And I hear hear they're designing it after Valhalla. Wait, well. Perfect. perfect. I'm kidding. Yes.
2: It's going to take place. (laughs) It's it's, (laughs) it's Sam Fisher as a Viking. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean... the, the problem is you, you're constantly reminded about it, right? Like, all the time. Like, literally, there's a bobblehead in Far Cry 6. that is Sam Fisher. There is. With his stupid... Yeah, I mean, I'm just like... Like, when I saw this, I, I don't know what to even believe. Like, is it? Maybe. What kind of game is it? Is it an actual Splinter Cell game? Or is it just another, you know something stupid that they're it's just called splinter burn. cell
1: modern warfare
2: yeah right yeah it's just, it's 32 sandfishers fishers versus 32 sandfishers. fishers yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a free-to-play royale. battle royale yeah. Yeah. yeah who the hell knows until i see actual either a, a trailer or gameplay probably more likely i'm not going to believe anything yeah. you know i'm just i'm, I'm you you get to the point where you're just so you
3: you're know, jaded
2: yeah, you're jaded. You're, I just—I don't think fans
1: want a Splinter Cell game. I think they want Sam Fisher and Fortnite and nothing else. Yeah, that's all they want. Is I mean, that right? so, the, that's the
0: one, the one counterpoint here, right, is we—we we do hear about Splinter Cell all the time, and it's a beloved IP. I think Sam Fisher and I, Michael Ironside, like is a requirement, right? You got to get him to voice Sam Fisher. Um, <laughs> but it's like you hear about this Didn't all the time. It's—it's a, it's a constant point of conversation, but. In reality, and I don't want to be the bad guy because I'm I'm excited too. But in reality, when you go back and look at the IP, and you look at how those games were how they sold, they didn't sell well.
2: They didn't sell twenty million
0: combined. No, I mean or the, I whole the whole series.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the
0: entire series. It was also a sold. different time in the industry. It was. Like, it was. Yeah. But when yeah. you, I mean, people, I th- I think seem to think that Splinter Cell is this massive, massive IP that's been underutilized, which. I think it is an IP that's been underutilized but it's not as big of an IP as I think people, like the hardcore people like us, think it is.
1: Yep, I agree with that 100%. I also think stealth games just traditionally don't do super well, especially hardcore stealth games. And so then there's the whole like well you've got to to have like a Panther style where they can just like kill people like uh, Splinter Cell Conviction had that, which I actually love that game. But uh, um, I, I think that Splinter Cell is going to have to change to be as successful as Ubisoft needs it to be to be a a, a big budget game. And I think at the very least, it's going to be like a lot more confrontational, like uh, the more recent Splinter Cell games have been where there's like a Panther style option where you can just like kill people and blow stuff up. As long as you're semi stealthy, you'll kind of get through it. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see what it looks like, though.
0: Yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good comments kind of Mm -hmm. echoing this, right? Like, um, says Hitman should, I know Dan agrees here, right? Hitman should have sold way better too. Um, and I think Hitman three was their best selling game IOI. Um, but it's still not like a, it's not a, you know, huge, huge seller. Um, Stealth Gaming. <laughs> well, There's they're an indie
1: studio too. Uh I they bought the IP from Squeenix so they're like a, they're their own
0: studio. That's true. That's true. It's a little different situation there whereas Ubisoft yeah. yeah different but uh yeah Yaga says Far Cry 7 starring Sam Fisher that. That's what everyone wants. I could you see know. that. Um I mean,
2: that's, that's the thing you know like like Hitman I don't really consider as much of a stealth game as it's like a you know tactical you know I don't know it it's just, it was never Yeah, you have to be kind of quiet, but you're kind of doing it in the open a lot. You know, you're kind of walking around in different clothing or different disguises and stuff. So it's it's less like when I think of Splinter Cell, I think of sticking to the shadows. You know, making your movements very precise and timed, and stuff like that. So I mean, I I, don't get me wrong, I love Hitman, but you know, you're right. The stealth market just doesn't. You know, typically there's not a lot there. Number one, so it's you know, kind of hard to measure, but I, I'd like to see them really dedicate. I mean, it would have to be, I mean, it has to be, if, you, if you're if you going to go to it, do it right and, and put the time and the effort in, make it meaty. You know, I want a big, nice, you know, okay. bone cool. of story, you know, I, I don't want, and what? then don't come out two weeks later and have a Ubisoft store with 15 different, you know. Oh, they're,
1: you're definitely going to get that. In oh. fact, w- when was the last time? Ubisoft came out with a linear campaign story based game that didn't have like open world mechanics and stuff.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I would say
1: one like it, like
0: I when know. was it? The Chronicles. Was it was it was it Splinter
1: Cell Blacklist? Was that literally the most recent Ubisoft man.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think think about their recent IPs, whether it be Assassin's Creed and the direction it's taken, you look at Watch Dogs um even immortals their new ip they've similar formula far cry they're all open world stuff. i was gonna say what you could probably expect and i don't think dan will appreciate this but what you can probably expect is something like a watchdogs legion uh setup where you have a main story you have side activities there's probably other characters involved not necessarily building the front like you did in legion right but uh, I still think you'll probably get an open map world and, and different things you can do. I don't see it as being a linear game.
2: Then do do it like Metal Gear Solid 5 then? Because, I mean, or similar in in structure, not like necessarily. Mission original. by mission type like, thing.
0: I was actually go to going to say world, that
1: that's how, the, that's like what Splinter Cell should be. That, that wouldn't be a bad game. deal, you know, right? Because
2: with, with Metal Gear Solid, I mean, people love or hate that game. Me 300 hours in still didn't like it. Um, it's, but you can, the, the, there's so much choice there, right? Like you get that, that, that freedom of, you know, however you want to do this and however you want to tackle this situation, it's very open-ended. Um, so if they can pull something off like that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be full stealth. It could be, you know, do it how you want to, you know, I mean, it, it, he's, he's been all over the place as far as, you know, Sam Fisher, he could do pretty much anything. Of course, his infiltration skills are what he's known for obviously, but, you know I, I I can I could dig something like that I think Ubisoft would do a good job with with taking that Metal Gear Solid 5 model and putting the Splinter Cell universe into it yeah with whatever you know just make it don't make it crazy crazy you yeah don't I just don't, up, you know, I don't
1: think you're gonna get that man I just I don't I've think you are either. I've seen the only games that we've seen where they were like, yeah, this is going to be a linear story are like vaporware games that don't seem to actually exist. Like beyond good and evil too. Right. Like they announced <laughs> that and we've not seen anything. It's just, well, and I, Michael I, Ansel
0: I, retired. It's not even yeah. anymore.
1: I, I, I think that, uh, I think it's probably going to be what they usually do. I think it'll be an open world game with stealth missions and stealth gameplay. That's kind of like a reminiscent of Assassin's Creed, but I hope i'm wrong i think it would be crazy if they just came out and they were like we made a linear like campaign based a uh, splinter cell game with like straightforward missions but here's the thing if it's not that everyone who likes splinter cell is going to be disappointed and to Ames's point splinter cell doesn't have the industry clout to draw in mm-hmm. players just on title alone like it'll it won't draw in the hardcore people because the hardcore people know what splinter cell is and they have a very specific like requirement for it to be like a splinter cell game they want to play and then yep. other people who yep. haven't played it and would be open to an open world game don't have the natural like inclination to play it just because it's called Splinter Cell. So I, I just think they're in a really tough position with this with this IP um, and I, this kind of lose-lose unless well, they just really stick to their guns and do a, a linear thing, which I just don't see them doing. And, and
2: what if it's, you know, a, a passing of a torch game, you know? I mean, St. Richard's getting old, man. You know, maybe it's the Splinter Cell in name and it could be, you're in this new recruit into, you know, whatever. And it's just like, and then you, you then imagine what, how much what fans it? would
1: hate that. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I think oh, 100%, get a lot of blowback. But that, that's what they should do. Doing fans think, hate yeah. For, for the future of the franchise,
2: if you can come in and take that and establish a new, you know, character and a new, you know, protagonist and pull it off. But man, I mean, it's a tall order for sure. I wouldn't yeah, want to I
1: be the to.
0: game director. No, oh, no,
1: absolutely not. That's no. lose lose. It, it's yeah. an impossible challenge, and especially with Ubisoft's formula and the stuff they're good at, and the engine they have mm-hmm. built, and the stuff it does well. Like, it's just, yeah, it's it's going to be such an uphill battle for this IP. Yeah,
0: Sarko so. yeah. says it. Nostalgia is a volatile fuel. Sort it is, ain't it?
1: It's one hell yeah. of a drug. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see what they do. You know, hey, <clears throat> here's a random statement. It's not going to make any sense, but roll with me. I'll bet right now, Perfect Dark is a better Splinter Cell game than the new Splinter Cell. Interesting. So clip that. You can save it. You can tell me I'm wrong four years from now when these games are out. (laughs) I don't really
1: see Perfect Dark as being a stealth game, though, isn't it? More like a kind of spy shooter, Like, like Goldeneye, more like? We'll see. Yeah, I guess we will, but uh, I could see that, but I also just think people, maybe I just have a a wrong impression of Splinter Cell people, but my impression of Splinter Cell people is that they want like a pure stealth experience where it's like you're crawling around on your belly and like hiding in the corner of a room for like 20 minutes waiting for Chaos Theory, right? Is Chaos Theory the one that's beloved? Chaos Theory was the last one for the Xbox, the original Xbox. Um, I think that entire first trilogy is pretty below yeah but but yeah i i I imagine a game like that yeah cool
0: says exactly travis
1: yeah and he's a big splinter cell guy so yeah i i think that people want that and i just don't see that game existing anywhere really i mean the the most popular stealth game in the last you know decade is The Last of Us, and that's like a stealth game with like actively bad stealth mechanics. Like it's just <laughs> not like it it and on purpose kind of right because they don't want it to be like boring where you're like hanging out in a barrel waiting for like a guard to go by. So um, I just don't I don't see that game existing this these days. But yeah, I I hope I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, Sark mm-hmm. says I like the Metal Gear Solid and Watch Dogs idea: to develop assets, investigate stories procure resources manipulate events black bag stuff again they'd have to walk a fine line i think because Very Ubisoft so. has a we all know their reputation right they, they they there's too much too much like kind of stuff over and over again in their maps too many icons too many little things you do that are not so meaningful like i think they'd have to really narrow that in and make it so that you know if you did offer say Core missions and then these side activities. The side activities would have to not only kind of still be in the vein of Splinter Cell and the the core gameplay people are looking for, but it would have to have an actual impact on what you're doing in the main story as well. Otherwise, it's just going to be looked at as filler.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, it'll be basically
2: Watchdogs Legion. Then I mean, I mean, it's 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 I don't know. They they've got a lot of responsibility for the (laughs) hardcore fans here. But like you said, they're really as much as we talk about it. The audience isn't huge. So, sure. you know some people might they're be aging. Actually, yeah. Yes. And yeah, they they could they could bring in a whole new <laughs> group of people, you know, and and change everything up about it. it
0: completely be completely weird and be yeah be a, you could get a get a new audience and piss off the old school fans. Yep. We see that happen all the time. Yeah, that's Nintendo. You <laughs> know. I'm probably the youngest
1: <laughs> Splinter Cell fan. Like I became a fan right as it was going away. And that was like when I was young. I think I was original xbox i would have been like sixth or seventh grade maybe eighth grade
0: all right young buck yeah. mm.
1: not that young mm. but i'm young <laughs> i'm old enough to know what splinter cell is and have played all those games so it's fair it's
0: fair yeah. all right <clears throat> so this is the most bizarre thing i'm gonna say all week
3: mm-hmm.
0: is that uh jeff grew up and jez have both confirmed now that while details are scarce that a i think it was bright lion studio if i recall Uh, is working with Xbox to develop a Wu-Tang IP. It's Brass Lion. Brass Lion, thank you. That is an ARPG. So do with that what you will.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I don't don't know what to say on this. like, what? (laughs) Wu-Tang, protect your neck. Please. (laughs)
1: Oh my god. And it's it's called Shaolin. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so but wasn't wasn't correct me if I'm wrong, because I was I was not huge into the the older game, right? So wasn't the expectation here that this was going to be more like a fighting game or some type of combat game? But they're saying I thought it was they're saying ARPG, which they're saying you know, there's connotation there, right? ARPG, you think okay, there's action and fighting, but there's co-op there's possibly looting there's rpg mechanics obviously right like character development
2: the division (laughs) wu-tang yes i'm in i'm I'm in in. that's all you gotta say i'm done (laughs) (laughs) let's do this don't tell me anything else i think i think it'll
1: be more like yakuza but like america american like you know you know what i'm talking about like yeah can you imagine also, yeah. a, an american yakuza that that is like wu-tang themed and that would be hilarious too that would be hilarious and amazing it's like almost perfect like mm. the genre i never mm. thought of it when i heard of this my brain was like overloading at first <laughs> clan fan i <laughs> mm-hmm. i we actually talked about it on the the iron lords podcast when they had me on we had like a really long discussion about Wu-Tang. nice um but yeah the, like like that was my first thought was like my brain couldn't handle it. And then when the more I thought about it, I was like, Oh my God, it's kind of like perfect. Like, like there's already so much like culture around it. And if they go, if they go where I hope they're going, which is like over the top and self-awareness of like the fact that this is sort of out there as a game concept, they could really nail it. They could make the American Yakuza. It's like almost perfect. So,
0: so there's there are a lot of comments here um, because I think everyone's kind of just laughing about this. Nick's good to see you brother. Thanks for coming out. Um, so, Hassan ask context, please. I don't know the game. So, right above you, Hassan uh, Kukul says, Wu Tang, Def Jam, Fight for New York. Um, that's one of the most kind of well known references here. And that's why I said people kind of expected a fighting game. And that's what Yago's saying is too, right? Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, Kukul says, if they're not doing the martial arts, this is a huge miss. And I would agree. And I think that's why. Uh, for sure. I kind of like what travis is saying is that you could make this like a uh, story-based rpg that has a lot of kind of real time or or team-based combat whatever it happens to be um yes yeah that could be that yeah. could be something real interesting like,
1: I, that's perfect for me and, and obviously it's going to have I, I think the um the article that jez wrote or s- someone involved in this leak wrote said that it was going to have like a third, <laughs> uh, third base like hand-to-hand combat as like front and center so yeah
0: yeah I'm laughing because Tal said "protect your neck." That's what I just said too. It's just a phrase, um, you know. You, you imagine it? just walking down like New York City in this game.
3: It's
2: like old dirty bastard comes out of nowhere, and like it's just. <laughs> <yeah, laughs> I'm just like all the stuff that's like going through my head. And like like ghostface killer pops out of like a trash can. And yes. Goes, oh,
1: yo, yeah. Like, exactly. This, this is.
2: I already feel.
1: Score. Dan, I already feel like I'm the creative director of this game. That's like how much <laughs> I you, I can envision this game. When people tell me like I d- don't understand what you're talking about with that game, I'm like, well, your imagination is failing you, sir. Because mm. I am imagining an amazing. I'm imagining like six amazing games right now that could come out of this. This could mm. be the next big franchise in America.
2: It would. I'm down for this
0: 100%. I, there's two things that jump out to me about this. One is to your guys' point, This there's a, a culture here, especially among gamers kind of our age in this age space, right? Where this culture of 90s hip hop kind of, you know, that still lives. We just mentioned it with San Andreas. It is still a very popular culture that's beloved, right, among many people. Um, the other really funny thing is here, I don't know about you guys, but you remember the OG Xbox was the outcast at the time, right? It was new. It was different. Um, and, and they had these kind of weird experiences like this and it, and they had this kind of strange swagger at the time where they, yeah. they didn't, they didn't deserve it, but they were just trying to do something very American focused at the time. That was their differentiator with the OG yeah. Xbox. Right. And it just feel, this feels so much hearing about a Wu Tang RPG from our Xbox just feels so OG Xbox it's kind of hilarious to me to even think that this could be a real thing.
1: Yeah. And this is going to feel weird on a panel. that's a bunch of white guys or uh, but, Still love but it. I will say, yeah, I, I, I love it too. But I, what I was going to say is that like, I think the, the Xbox community has always sort of like been part of black culture. Like I, it, it's, it, they're, they're kind of linked to it. Like whether it's like, uh, you know, the, the reveal and the types of games that they had on it, or I, I can't, I've never actually been able to place on it. I've been meaning to ask some, uh, like industry friends who like know more about this but where i grew up like my my neighborhood was like growing up mostly mostly black and there was just like that was like part of the culture like everybody played xbox and i i think it's kind of the perfect platform for it to be honest so Hmm. um and i I think part of it might just be because it is american right it's a little bit different
0: Um, it feels different yeah Yeah, it doesn't feel like something a japanese company would do because it's for sure it's not part of their culture one hundred
1: percent. Yeah, like this is the right. This is the right partnership for sure. I don't know yeah. a lot about Brass Lion,
0: though. I don't know about no, the me neither. So
1: no. I, I'm I've never sure heard sort of them.
0: that. And Cool Kill, you know, saying in the chat, which is right, is hip hop. The difference in how hip hop is, um, kind of proliferated across everything. I mean, hip hop is everywhere now. It's a it's a gigantic part of culture. Um, and so I, I it, to his point, he's saying it's kind of underutilized in some aspects of games. And I think you're yeah and i think you're right i mean this could (laughs) yeah there's a i I would love to know who thought of this first of all and who started the conversation to say we need to i have an idea for a game let's bring the whole wu-tang thing back in an rpg um and let's find a developer to do it i would love to know how that began
1: yeah i'm hoping it's like if you guys ever heard the story about um about the uh, uh, what's the studio? Uh, the adult Spider Man. Why am I forgetting there? Insomnia yeah. Insomniac about the uh, the insomniac pitch meeting to Microsoft, yeah, for, for Sunset Som- Overdrive for sunset overdrive yes, yeah where they're on top of the table like air guitaring <laughs> and stuff like that for the thing i yeah. imagine it, I, I in my head it's like that it's like a guy came in and he was like american yakuza mm-hmm. it's called shaolin it's a wu-tang clan rpg and like the the execs at microsoft were just like standing ovation because like that's what i would have done <laughs> personally if i were in the room i'd be like i'd write him a check right there on the spot like, yeah that, that has
2: just, right at the end <laughs> Call me and you walk out
0: the door. And like, you know, like is is He's with a boom box in his arm. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, oh, percent I'm, I'm actually getting your... excited. I was yeah. thinking about the, the combat, and if you could have co-op in it, and then I started thinking, oh, you could have like all kinds of variations of swords, right? And like martial arts weapon rewrite, like make it like an ARPG. Um, Can like Dan was saying with division.
1: Think about how much material they have to work with for the soundtrack
0: well that's uh, multiple fight. people have said that yeah. yeah
1: every fight like literally they their their volume of work is so immense like yeah. it, it, oh my god and they could draw from other artists too absolutely like
0: you get it, collaborations it could be, yeah
1: oh my god it could be so good it could have its own soundtrack maybe they'll come back and do another album <gasps> like like seriously can you imagine
0: Dude, if they if they got some of these artists back together to create a couple songs just for the game and had the game soundtrack like we used to get, like yeah, I'm all excited oh. now. I wasn't this excited before. It's man. happening. Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Yep. USO Vinny says, Cool show. Thanks, brother. Good to see new faces around here. Always appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. I wow, I wasn't this excited when I read it. I kind of laughed thinking this is kind of funny. But now as we talk through it and the possibilities the of it, yeah, the potential is huge. Yeah. It's great. Tao says, "Give me a staff." that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, just think of all the martial arts weaponry you could have. Right, swords, staffs, bows, mm-hmm. uh, numchucks, uh, size, You know, name it. Right, whatever I'm, you. I'm think.
1: imagining like a modern like uh, Jade Empire.
0: Like I was Shaker. just gonna say, and then you could have yes. martial arts styles, hand to hand, and you know, different styles too. You make you
2: know? a co-op where you can like you know use jujitsu and move guys down, where, where you throw it to like your partner. He's in the air, like Yakuza style, where he's like flying through the air for some reason. The other guy, you know, elbows, you know, it just there's so much. Gosh, I think I pull this off. Some Microsoft go in there and just give them as much money as they need.
0: That's it. Just now, you know, what's funny? Yeah. We're, 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 we're so, so early, no one knows anything about this game. I'm no. already concerned about the developer. Like, all right, do they have the talent we Apparently need to make they're this game studio. properly?
1: I looked it These up. Apparently you. they're new, which means okay. that they might be that sort of like be good or build it up. That could be good or bad, depending on the talent they have. But yeah, I, I could see this going either way. It could just be like another, like, you know, the Afro samurai game or whatever. Or It could mm. be something where, where it's like industry changing. And I really hope it's the latter. Cause Gosh. that.
0: God, yeah. That Cause we, go. we went from a, our conversation quickly went from what would be equate to like a small indie game to pretty much a triple a blockbuster. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> we went all the way
1: there, but in their, in their defense, if the rumor's true and they're making it for Microsoft, I mean, they've got the wallet book to kind of, to support it. I, I think Please.
0: when you don't bring yeah. something back to my opinion would be, you don't bring something like this out and do it half-assed. If you're going to bring Wu-Tang, and do an ARPG in Wu Tang in 2023 or whenever, 2024. You got to do it right. You got to just yeah. go in.
1: A, a developer breastline, if you're listening, please make Street Cred a stat in this <laughs> RPG. Please.
0: Street Cred. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Now I just, now I just, yeah, now let's in the show right here. Let's just call it. Yeah, this is <laughs> the, the, the last topic. It's, it's the last perfect. topic.
0: It's perfect, it's perfect. timing. Yeah. That's why I oh. saved it. That's why I saved it. My goodness. Man, that's funny. That's funny. So it's cool to see the chats just as excited. So, um, yeah, if you're listening to this later, uh, you know, and it, one of our many listeners, uh, on the audio side and you have a comment on this or some thought that we didn't think of, leave us a comment and hit us up on Twitter. Cause I'm curious now I'd like to talk more about this and what people would like to see. Um, mm-hmm. so appreciate that guys. That was, uh, that's going to do it for us today. That was Bitcast 176. Um, few things to talk about real quick before we head out is uh, I mentioned last week, my discussion with Colin Moriarty. Um, I did talk to him this week. They, they were doing a lot of one-on-one shows. Um, so they actually did a mailbag. They kind of broke it up. They did a mailbag section this week for their Patreon members. And our show is actually going to go live this week. Now he said, probably on the 30th. So end of this upcoming week, um, as soon as it goes live, I'll obviously um, tweet it out and let you guys know. But like I said, it previously, it was a really good conversation. Um, A lot of reviews. So uh, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy review going live, uh, probably as you're listening to this, or it might already be out from Luke over at Xbox Expansion Pass, our brother. So uh, take a look at that. It's his first written review for season gaming um, as a guest reviewer. So that'll be pretty cool. We've got Riders Republic this week I'm working on. And then uh, I should be able to talk more about Forza Horizon 5 next week. I got to see what the embargo details are like, but stay tuned because I'm doing that review as well. Um,
2: Speaking of next week.
0: Oh, thank done. you, Dan. Yeah. Yes, thank you, guys. Next week, before you leave, oh, you yeah. listen to this, yeah, I totally forgot. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we are going to do a Halloween special show, and it's going to be Saturday night. So, apologies in advance to all our British listeners or overseas listeners because it's going to be like four in the morning for them. Um, but yeah. Sunday is Halloween here. There's a lot going on, so we figured we'd change it up, mix it up a little bit, have a fun show on Saturday night probably somewhere in the ballpark of 7 to 8 p.m pacific um and we are probably going to dress up probably going to have some goofy conversation about you know horror games or spooky games or other stuff so it would be really fun if you can join us um as a live chat we'll just make it a kind of a community special it'll be a lot of fun
2: you know i just excited. thought of a good costume i'll just lay on the floor and i'll be invisible dan it'll sound like i'm here but I won't be visible
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For
1: some reason, when you said Ooh. I'll lay on the floor, I thought you were going like very different. Like you were going to be like dead.
0: That's like a, just, where exactly where. My, yeah, uh, like
1: I'll I'll yeah. just be dead. And, just kind I mean, of keep yeah. my
2: head up every once in a while.
1: Like <laughs> the guy, the guy in the middle of the room at saw. That's what I, w-
0: I had in my in my head. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, cool. be
2: closer to eleven Eastern.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was and just that's gonna, that's gonna say probably about end. eleven Eastern. Yeah, cool kill. Cool. So that's yeah, what we're, we're shooting for. We're shooting for eight up. Pacific, eleven Eastern.
1: Maybe um, as video game characters.
0: Yeah, we haven't yeah, really thought know. of a theme. I've got all yeah. kinds of stuff I could put on, so we'll see. Um, I have, one but it should be fun. But
1: it works no matter what. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I hope you can join us if you're listening to this. Please try to tune in uh, with us live. We'll have a lot of fun for sure. It'll be it'll be a laugh. Yeah. Um, and then we got a late super chat from Mister Pompa himself. Yeah,
2: awesome show, gents. Everyone, hit that like button. Hashtag cream.
0: Cash rules everything around us. It's yeah. true. It's true. <laughs> I changed the I
1: just got that. Okay. <laughs> dollar dollar billion.
0: Yep. Yep. So, man, that's fun. All right, guys. Uh, travis, where can people find you, bro?
1: Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at travis Appreciate the follow. I tweet only about stupid things, though. So, prepare for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can read my reviews, previews, and articles on IGN.com. Uh, last week, I published the review, r- the Breaker. This week, I'll be publishing the real review of uh, Writers Republic, which uh, <laughs> from a from a true extreme sports oh, yeah? aficionado, I bet you myself. that yours
0: gets more views. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: you're uh, you should definitely look at season games. reviews. By the way, they put their heart and soul into it
0: just um,
2: accidentally link it into the IGN and then and then it, it. you know yes. <laughs> yes.
1: do that
0: I like there that idea go. there As you go there you go I'll do that don't tell Dan oh. Stapleton let him let him review it and then sneak it in afterwards <laughs> what are you going to do
1: I'll say, uh, you know what? I'll, we'll do a combined tweet. I'll say, hey guys, I reviewed this game for IGN, but also you should check out this review, my buddy Ains. Uh, I, I would love that. Yeah. You, especially if we completely disagree. I hope you give it like a four and I get like a ten. <laughs> like that's, a, that's what I'm hoping. Um, but yeah, uh, you can check out my review for that, which will probably, I don't know if it'll go live next week because I think I'm going to need a lot of time with the game and we're getting codes after the game's out so probably, probably not until the weekend. Not, the not to interrupt
0: you there, but I'll tell everyone who's who's listening in on this. Be This is one of those games where I'm going to say be wary of reviews that you see on Wednesday with a score. Yep. Because I promise you the people who are given scores to that game by Wednesday will not have put a lot of time into it.
1: They'll have played the eight hours they're allowed to play during Trials Week. That's how it'll work. So, yep. uh, yeah, w- look for the review late next week over the weekend or or uh, for me personally, it'll probably be like Monday or Tuesday of next week, um, of, of the week after it comes out. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you can also watch me. I do a Destiny show called The Last Word every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, and then I'm here on Bitcast, a show that I promote during the show when the only people watching <laughs> already know about it. So that's uh, a little fun technique I picked up from uh, friends in the industry. Um, but yeah,
0: that's me. Sounds good. Um, yeah, my writer's review, I already said, one thing I wanted to mention quick is that my Forza Horizon review will be the first formal review I'm doing from Xbox PR. So nice. um, I would really appreciate all the support uh, that you can give me for that one. Um, it's, it's kind of a special moment, if you will, for me in that regard. So uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. Obviously, I'm going to put my heart and soul into it. So uh, way of the Lao, should I buy Guardians of the Galaxy? Look for our review probably tomorrow as you're listening That's, to this. Yeah, I'm literally waiting <laughs> yep.
2: for it. So. Yeah.
0: So, and and Luke, who is reviewing it for us, has like 500 hours in Avengers. That's not yeah. a joke. He yeah. has been playing Guardians extensively, so it will be a very thorough review. You can trust what he nice. says. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, I have a friend in the industry that that uh, is also reviewing it and says it's very, very good. So I'm excited for that game personally. Nice. My bonds, good 22. to see you late
0: brother we'll support Ains. thanks man you know i appreciate it yep. all right fellas we are going to get out of here that was uh big cast 176 uh had a great time today guys thanks everyone yeah, for man. tuning in and sharing uh sharing the time with us and we will see you next saturday night, saturday night it's gonna be first fun by
1: your bonds fight <laughs> the powers that be <laughs> sure.
0: all right everyone see ya. have a good week